0: is the Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube.
1: And now, here's Monty.
2: Hey, hey, the Monty Show, live on your YouTube machine. Good Wednesday, December 6th, 2023, as always. We are presented by The Advocates, advocates theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business, where you never pay a penny to The Advocates unless and until they win your case. So it's free to figure out, hey, do I have a case? Do I need a lawyer? No consultation fees. uh, You know, no big retainers. None of that at The Advocates. You never reach into your pocket to pay for the best representation for car accidents. Workman's comp. Slips and falls, you name it, you got it at theadvocates.com. A massive day of news uh, in the college sports world. And and I know that in the comments section already, we have over 300 comments where where people are like, oh, fixing news, the Property Brothers just built another house. (laughs) That's not what this is. That's not what this is. I actually think this story... Uh, with NCAA President Charlie Baker proposing sweeping compensation and NIL regulations, is earth-shattering. I think this is where we finally have gotten confirmation that the NCAA knows that it is it its demise is near. That is all this is. This is a shot of desperation from Charlie Baker and the old men that run the NCAA trying to keep up with the new, hipper, faster bros. And I don't I don't necessarily believe that this is going to work. Now, that's very different than saying I don't think it's going to happen, because I do think it's going to happen. But the bottom line here is you are trying to feed the beast. You are trying to feed the biggest universities who you believe make you the most money, who you know have more power than you do. You are trying to quell the riot. And I just don't think it's going to happen. And we're going to get into the details of these suggestions, if you will, here in a moment. But Jake, do you believe these are legitimate uh, plans to compensate and properly care for college athletes? Or is Charlie Baker trying to save the NCAA?
0: Yeah, I think Charlie Baker's trying to, to save the NCAA. I think that it, this is hardly about you know the kid or like benefiting any of these athletes. Like This is hardly hey, we're going to come up with sweeping NIL legislation so that the kid can be better protected and taken care of. And, you know, let's put the kid in a better place. It's not about putting the kid in a better place. What it's about, in my opinion, for the NCAA and Charlie Baker is in its most broken down concept, this is about the NCAA coming through and coming up with an idea that allows them to have a better relationship with the programs that matter in athletics. And they want to do that because they see their grip on, on college athletics slipping through NIL. So they've just simply said, Hey, we're going to make all, we're going to propose to make all these changes and to create all these different ideas and concepts within this legislature that allow us to, to be the ones that are running the, the the new legislation in other words as we said a moment ago to save the ncaa to give us power back where we've lost power and i think it's a very you know straightforward thing the ncaa has never been about the kid and and they always tell you oh well we want to take care of the kid and the kids in our you know we have the best interest of the kid in mind yet what do we always hear about with the ncaa before we get into these details we always hear about the ncaa coming in with something that takes money out of the pockets of kids. It takes opportunity away from them. These kids should not be paid. They're they're student athletes, not athletic students. We've heard that for a decade now. So these details, this whole thing, in my opinion, is exactly that. Them trying to get control back and get back into a power position within collegiate
2: athletics. Yeah, I think some of the verbiage in this, is very interesting. So at the at the minimum, what this says is that within the framework of Title IX, invest at least thirty thousand dollars per year into an enhanced educational trust fund for at least half of the institution's eligible student athletes. So if you have four hundred students uh, that are participating in athletics, you're talking about two hundred. 200 athletes getting $30,000 a year. That's a lot of Jack. How many schools can afford that? You look at something Jake said in our, our pre-show meeting today. What'd you say about Arizona?
0: Yeah. I mean, what what have we been hearing about Arizona? Hey, Arizona's had that accounting error. They're missing hundreds of millions of dollars,
2: $240 million.
0: They're not going to be able to, to be in a position where, and I don't know the exact number for Arizona specifically, but let's just call it 400, you know, they're not going to be able to pay 200 kids out of their 400 kids in their athletic department this type of money because they don't have that type of money yeah. anymore. And I think there are a lot of examples in situations around collegiate athletics. And remember, this is reserved for Division One, of course, right? So that is one limitation. But I think as we go through these details, keep in mind, like, hey, well, what about this person that maybe doesn't have money because of this or because of that? Arizona is the latest example of that.
2: Uh, commit to work with their peer institutions in the subdivision to create rules that may differ from the rules in place for the rest of division one. Those rules could include a wide range of policies such as scholarship commitments, roster size, recruitment, transfers, or NIL. They're talking about taking the richest, most powerful schools in the NCAA and putting them into their own subdivision. Not every school in the Big 10, not every school in the ACC or the Big 12 would have to join. It's up to you. If you believe that you wanna be in this this subdivision, you can join. But the entire Big 10 does not. If Michigan wants in and Purdue does not, Purdue doesn't have to join. It is truly a case-by-case basis. I think one of the more interesting parts of the letter that Charlie Baker wrote to over 350 universities, this one right here, uh, amongst a list of things that this could do. Fifth, it gives the other schools in Division I the ability to do whatever might make sense for them and for their student-athletes within a more permissive, more supportive framework for student-athletes than the one they operate in now. And I think that verbiage
0: is really interesting, right, A more, a more – permissive and supportive framework what do we know about the NCAA's stance currently towards nil and kids getting compensated and sort of the new age and how money flows through collegiate athletics well we know the ncaa hasn't been a big fan of that they haven't been you know real supportive of that so again when the question is hey what's the motivation for the ncaa to do this it's clear to me that the motivation is hey, we need to get on the right side of NIL. We need to get back in a favorable place with all the member institutions that participate in collegiate athletics. We need to help our image. So this is not, once again, about the kids. This is about saying, okay, you know, any any institution that can afford to buy their way in to this select and elitist group, we want to talk to you. We want to work with you. And hey, you know, if you can't get in, sorry, man, you know, you're just going to have to play by the hundred year old rule book. And we're not really interested in talking to you, but, but this is about the kids, right? This is about the kids, right? Charlie? No, 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 it's it's not not about the kids.
2: This is not about the kids. Let's be very clear. And I think you look at this grouping of rules. This is, again, this is amongst that list that Charlie Baker wrote to 350 institutions. Look at number seven. It gives schools most impacted by collectives, SMU. Uh, the transfer portal and NIL, the opportunity to create rules, programming, and resources that are in the best interests of the vast majority of their student athletes instead of just a few. Maintains the existing NCAA National Championship model across all existing Division I sports except FBS football, which continues to operate under the rubric of college football playoff. It provides an operating model the NCAA and member institutions can incorporate into ongoing discussions with Congress. Finally, it kickstarts long overdue conversations among the membership that focuses on the difference that exists between schools, conference divisions, and how to create a more permissive and flexible rules across the NCAA. But
0: while we're using fancy words like, permissive and supportive, flexible, flexible. Is this not the most divisive thing the NCAA has done to this point yet? Is it not? Hey, we're going to create an environment where the haves can further separate themselves from the have nots. Think about it. Every week on this program, we give you TV viewership up until, up until championship weekend. Of course we give you the AP top 25, the college football playoff top 25, you know, all, all these rankings that show okay, this school's here and that school's here, and you know, these guys are on the outside looking in, but these guys are in. And what did we talk about with the Pac-12 situation? Well, well, currently they're in court and going through this whole thing about you know, tournament shares and and college football playoff shares and bowl shares. So let me get this right. The NCA just rolled out a bunch of paperwork that said, Hey, we're not interested in dealing with the person who's broke, whether that's because you're not interested in, in in funding your athletic department or or because you are interested, but you don't have the money because you don't win because you're not one of the big boys, so you can't win an NIL in recruiting anyway. So what does it matter? That's what they're saying here. So the kid that goes to SMU is an example. Very interesting position. SMU just bought their way into the ACC. We all know that. That's not new. But if a school like SMU has a bunch of budget and and has coffers and donors and all this money just sitting around, theoretically, they could buy in. They could buy in and say, hey, we, we're going to go full stop, you know, big time NIL, and we're going to play with the big boys that way. So my biggest issue with this is it doesn't really ultimately singularly matter if you win or lose now with this type of legislature. What does it matter? It matters that you make money. And however you go about making that money, the NCAA is not really going to concern themselves with that. They're going to concern themselves with can you afford to pay the fee to get in? Mm. And if you can, we want to hang out with you. You can come play in our sandbox. But if you can't, boy, you better just just stay home. We're not really interested in talking to you, and that's pretty much it. Do
2: you really believe it's playing our sandbox? Do you really believe that it is that it is that kind of division? do you truly buy into that?
0: yeah, I, I do buy into it because when I see in in this letter from Charlie Baker where he's talking about how you know again those words that we just mentioned you know flexibility, yes. you know yep. permissive supportive that's all that's all marketing nomenclature for hey guys, get in this group, buy in and then because you've bought in right because again, you're paying us you've bought in we're gonna loosen up restriction. We're gonna we're gonna take our hands off this thing, and you guys collectively are gonna work together to make the rules into what you want them to be. Yes. And if you can't afford to pay us to be in this, in other words, if you can't afford to pay us to bend the rules, then you're gonna play by the hundred-year-old, you know, however old the NCAA is rule book. And that's what I think is a problem. Because if this group of schools, however deep the group is, comes in and says, for example, hey, schools can pay the kids whatever we want to pay them. It's up to us. You have no standing over it. This group can pay their kids whatever they want. You think NIL is a problem now? You think that 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 the portal facilitating mm. NIL transactions to players is a problem now? What
2: do you think it's going to be with this? I do think I, I I think here's the thing that people don't want to talk about. And I'm sure, listen, I'm not trying to stir the pot or throw gas on the fire, whatever the words you want to use are. You know the biggest problem with this and why people don't like it? Because people don't like the haves to have more. Mm -hmm. And I think people get frustrated when the rich get richer because let's stop pulling punches. This is the rich getting richer. This is, you know, Alabama got in over Florida State because ESPN said so. Well, there's no evidence of that. But it's very clear that you look at, you guys want to see a magic trick? Here, let me show you how to get... Millions and millions and millions of people to turn on a TV set in, in this country. Here's exactly how you do it. You put the biggest brands in college football on television, whether it's Ohio State in Michigan, Oregon and Colorado, Ohio State, Notre Dame, listen to how many times I say Ohio State, Penn State, Ohio State, Colorado, Florida State, Michigan, Penn State, Bama, Auburn, you look at the names on this list. Are they very different than the names on this list right here? Okay. They're not very different. Are they very different than the names uh, in championship on championship Saturday? Where Bama, Georgia drew 17 million viewers, where Michigan and in whoever they decided to play, because I don't think Iowa has a football team, but Michigan drew 10 million people playing against itself, apparently. Washington and Oregon drew nine for the, the dead pack 12 conference championship game, you're welcome. There's your free magic lesson. You put the biggest brands on TV. I think it needs to be said, those biggest brands, those are the ones who make it possible for Boise State and Utah at the time to be a BCS buster. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones who make it possible for Liberty to be one of the best stories in college football. But nobody wants to say that because Liberty did it all by themselves. Well, I got news for you. No, they didn't. No, they did not. Because without Texas, Bama, Washington, and Michigan, you don't have Liberty Flames football. You don't have Tulane football. You don't have, you know, we own Dallas County, right? You don't, you don't have the fighting J.R. Ewings. I'm telling you now, the haves already have. They just want more. And the little guy is going to get less. That's the way this game is always played. How much how much more of an illustration is that in college sports than the transfer portal where we've had thousands and thousands and thousands of student athletes making a decision that they believe is best for themselves going from one school to another school because they can play in big games and they can make more money. It's called the haves and the have-nots. But notice what Charlie Baker never said here. Oh, well, this, this subdivision... It's not going to be its own authoritarian body. It's under the NCAA because, well, we all know, and this is a really important point, the old men who are out of touch with college athletes and those that are coaching college sports right now because they're 170 years old and they want to do it like Yale and Harvard always did it, they're the ones getting pushed out here. It's not the fans. It's not the schools. It's not the student-athletes because the student-athletes are always going to get their cash because they're the ones who make the old men the money, yeah, it's those old men that are getting pushed out. And the bottom line is the haves already have it. And the have-nots will likely never have it. This is all about placating the Bamas, the Georgias, the Michigans, and the Ohio States, the biggest brands in college sports, so that they don't go and leave the NCAA to die a very slow, painful, poor, poverty-like death. I think that's exactly what this is, and I think that's to me, this is the NCAA trying to throw itself a lifeline.
0: What happens when this subdivision gets big enough in terms of n- participating members, where they can say, "Yeah, we're we're going to have, we're just going to have our own playoff, and that's going to be what the
2: national championship is." I think it's a. I, what, I think there's happens? there's two things. Here's the problem with that: uh, they can't do that without television partners, and there's a contract. With the college football playoff, right? So a lot of people have said that, and and I think in the future that could absolutely be a possibility. Right now, today, it's not even possible. Well,
0: I don't think that they're they're what I, what more where I'm coming from is like okay, they're they're clearly because you didn't just come up with this overnight, right? Just so we're all clear, like no, this is but this I is understand this that, is
2: why Charlie Baker has his job,
0: right? So this is something that's been been banding a bandied about between the powers that be for for a little while now, and you're just now finding out about it, but, but for a little while now. And so my point here is that, Hey, if they're going to all work together to come up with this idea, then it's not that far fetched that let's say five years from now, let's say just down the road enough, Hey, you know, by the time the ACC grant of rights, certainly it's set to expire. You really telling me that this, if this goes, if this is green lit, and all these schools start participating that are again all those nameplates he just said. You really tell me these schools aren't going to try and break away
2: even more? Well, of course they are. That's the direction it's going. This guy's been on the job for less than a year. You you understand that? Charlie Baker's been on the job for less than a year, and your first major action is to is to throw you know what I can only say is. You know, a hail mary to the biggest brands in college football to try and save the NCAA. That's why this dude got hired. This guy's a career politician, man. This guy got hired to negotiate and come up with a plan to save the the white hairs at the top of the NCAA. There's, I I can't find myself, and I think I'm a pretty enlightened guy. I think I I generally have a pretty good idea of what's going on in 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 the. The, the the offices of power and sports, I think this is absolutely the white hairs in full-on panic mode. I because all they're doing here is saying, hey yeah, you know listen you little guys, you probably should focus on education, your graduation rates are great. Hey Bama, let's talk. All right, cool. That's what this is. Hey SEC, notice. Though that Greg Sankey, the commissioner in the SEC, did anybody see this today? Greg Sankey straight up said, Yeah, I, I've never heard of this. None of the commissioners got an advance notice about this. Because mm-hmm. it's not a conference thing. Charlie Baker sent out 350 notices about this, not one of them to a conference commissioner. Why would he? Why well, would he? I, I, I mean, I, this, I would this guess has, not.
0: This has nothing to do with Greg Sankey. This has nothing, because again, and it's to your point. This is a power move by the NCAA. What are they what is the NCAA? What are they what are they viewing, perceiving on the horizon here? Hey, one way or another, whether it involves us or not, there is a group of schools that is going to begin to pull away from the rest because they've been in the college 100%. football playoff so regularly. They've been 100%. in the tournament every year. So if this is going to happen one way or the other, And we need a power play. We need a way to get back into the conversation. Let's create the yellow brick road for these schools to do it. And no, I'm not going to include Tony Petiti and Greg Sankey. I'm not doing that because this is not about the SEC or the Big Ten or the ACC. This is about the member institutions, brands that stand alone as the most valuable in sports, regardless of their conference.
2: I think... I think that dangerous. it's going to be very interesting to see where, where this goes. I think we're in a situation where you have the NCAA and, and I think they see themselves in the crosshair. I think they understand that Nick Saban has far more power uh, than anybody that sits on the division one board of directors. Mm-hmm. I think they understand that Charlie Baker is not somebody that has a whole lot of power. It, it it doesn't matter. It, it, I'm not listening to Charlie Baker. Hell, you guys probably couldn't even pick Charlie Baker out of a lineup, right? But if Nick Saban's talking, you're going to listen about getting everybody on the bus in the right seats moving in the same direction, right? We quote Nick Saban on a regular basis. I don't know of a quote from Charlie Baker. I don't know of one. So I I just think that it is, it is going to be very interesting to me to see, because I think NIL and collectives are a huge part of this. You, you, again, I just go back to, I go back to, you know, some of these, some of these things that um, you know people are writing about, like Yahoo Sports, the crux of Baker's proposal to allow Division One schools to compensate athletes directly through name, image, and likeness, uh, and remove the cap on educational related payments that athletes can receive. Uh, I think that's exactly what this is. And you look at this $30,000 per athlete, enhanced educational trust fund. Let me make this really clear. You think that's not happening already? (laughs) Do you think, uh, because it is. I think what's really interesting is this is like sign stealer guy, right? Everybody's got a sign stealer guy, I would assume. Now, do they send him on the road to 12 Ohio State games? Yeah, probably not. Sign
3: stealer guy.
2: Right, but everybody's got one. Everybody is paying players. I truly believe it's happening. NIL violations and and rule breaking in NIL, I think, is rampant across college athletics. And the NCAA and, is not incentivized to enforce it. No, they're not. And and the other part of this, is like you look at the transfer portal. I think we're we're approaching five thousand football players in the transfer portal right now. Do you really think that coaches are like, "Hey, kid, come on over. We'll give you fifty thousand dollars a month in in NIL." You, you really think those conversations aren't happening? Hey, come on over. We'll give you a, a you know, um, we'll give you 10 grand. Uh, we have a deal with a luxury condo tower in downtown Miami. We're going to get you your own penthouse and uh, we're going to chauffeur you around town in a, in a, in a BMW. You think that's not happening? That's happening. Do you think they're not like, okay, here's $30,000. Uh, oh, we can't pay you directly, but uh, here's your meal money. You really think that's not happening or here's your stipend or of course that's happening. All this is doing and all Charlie Baker's proposal is doing is making it legal. All he's doing is making the bank robbers be decriminalized. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. And frankly, I don't have a problem with that. And I know again, I, I have been roundly ridiculed on this show and I'm happy to take friendly fire again. I'm a big believer that the haves already have it, so stop calling the haves and the have-nots because the big boys run college athletics, whether you want them to or not. You think Bill Self is is less influential? Who's more, who's more influential, Charlie Baker or Bill Self? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Bill Self is far more influential. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know any other way to say it. I, I, I This changes very little other than it makes criminal acts non-criminal.
0: And I think it just encourages the big boys to eat. It encourages, like, I, I agree. It, it, it makes it legal. But I, I think in addition to, to making it legal, we're going to go ahead and encourage you. Right? We're going to wrap this thing around words like permissive and supportive. And, like, we're, we're, we're being nice to you now about it because we understand there's no stopping it. There's no... Unwinding the watch, right? Like, there's n- none of that. It's over, and so that's why yeah. I say, are we really going to now? Looking back, look back at the SMU thing, because I think it's a perfect example. Can you really sit here and be like,
2: yeah, SMU? Well, stupid. it's funny because that Jagoff Case, Casey Anthony got away with it. Is back today. Oh, wow, well. dude, we have missed you. Yeah, we where have you been? where have you been? You are such, you know. And I know we say this all the time, but our our viewers in the comment section on the show, you guys, are so important to what we do. The guy who coined the phrase "jagoff" on the Monty show is back. Let's go, baby. everybody. Let's go. Let's go. He here. I'll even give you a, let's I'll, do let's this go, baby. Let's go. He said, SMU boosters are high-fiving each other right now. Okay. We've talked about this. Okay. You're, right. You're, you're correct. But
0: listen, we've talked about this. Craig Every James. time you
2: come back, hold on. Every
0: time you come back, I expect a jagoff off
2: reference. Those, do it. uh, it's Okay. Here, let me fix it. Uh, those SMU boosters who are jagoffs. Those Jagoff SMU boosters are high-fiving each other. (laughs) There you go. Right? (laughs) Craig James, who's not dead, is rolling over in his grave about this because he probably lost the national championship because of it. Mm -hmm. Reggie Bush, who is now a phenomenal player of golf, is is desperately seeking his Heisman trophy. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you knew it was only a matter of time. You knew it was only a matter of time. Big blue horses for two bucks. The NCAA is losing in court. This is the result. I, and I think this is a really good comment. This is a really good point. The NCAA has never been less influential and powerful than it is right now. Slipping away, man. It, it because the TV money that they were so thirsty for started flowing to everybody else. Now, it they like the T when the TV partners don't need the NCAA. What is there to talk about? Nothing. Because the NCAA isn't the one brokering the SEC deal. The ACC deal. The Big 12 deal. The Big 10 deal. They're not the ones brokering the college football TV deal. They're not. You know, it, it's it's just so incredibly, I know, ironic maybe is the word, that the NCAA white hairs who are just squeezing every dollar for everyone of its 100 pennies, now they don't have a dollar to squeeze. They're like trying to make a dollar out of 75 cents.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And the kid, you know where the other quarter went? It went into Travis Hunter's pocket, right? It and, and now all of a sudden they've only got 50 cents because kids are taking money out of the NCAA's pockets and they don't like it. But now they've realized there's nothing they can do about it. And they're desperate to hang on. So
0: my question is, okay, great. The NCAA is proposing this. What do the big boys say? Cuz if you're the big boys and you're if you're the big boys and you're smart enough to get to this place with it, with NIL and we've pushed the envelope this far, why do you want the NCAA to govern this? Wouldn't you want to just govern the whole thing yourself? I mean, isn't that isn't that what the paperwork essentially says?
2: It feels that, like that. That
0: that the NCAA just kind of wants to put their their sticker on on the 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 thing and say, hey, this is an NCAA initiative, but they're gonna let the 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 kids run the sandbox, as I say. Like that's what it feels like. And so if you're again the the big boys in in collegiate athletics, the Bamas, you know, whoever you want to point to, why would you even want to include the NCA? Because again, the other thing that's not in here is the structure of like hey, so is it just, all right, lump sum to the NCA and we're, we're good to go? Or is this a thing where you can finance, like you can pay payments to get in? Or like, what do we, those are the things that I think about. Because again, how the money moves determines who can get in and who cannot get in. So if you're one of those bubble schools that, well, we might be able to afford it, but it's really pushing our budget. Yeah. Can we do payments to get in? I'm going to guess probably not. If it's on, on the trend of 6 million plus to get in here. Like, that's what I'm talking about. There's a lot in this thing that's not being discussed. So if you're the big boys, why even fool around with Charlie Baker? Why not just go and take the bull by the horns and say,
2: we're doing this? 100%. Absolutely, 100%. Less of us, more of you, after we tell you about Bucked Up, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Here it is. The almighty buckshot. It was so much fun yesterday on Giving Tuesday, watching all of you guys interact with Bucked Up. If you didn't get a chance to get your free buckshot, they have they have continued the promo because you guys have taken so many, so many people got excited about the free six pack of buckshot. It's in the description below. Hook it up. I tell you every day, it's 200 milligrams of naturally sourced caffeine. You know, most other energy shots. If you go, if you're a five hour energy guy or whatever energy shot you choose, check the label and you'll notice a bunch of chemical names in there. And why is that? Because they don't use natural caffeine. They create a chemical concoction to make your body react like it's caffeine, not at Bucked Up. They use elite ingredients to make elite products that do exactly what they say they're going to do. So every day on this show, right about now, we pop a buckshot and I say cheers to you. <sighs> yes, sir. There it is. Yesterday, I had a headache. Within an hour, the headache went away. And it's because of buckshot. It's a great headache cure. Hook that up. But listen, whatever your life challenge is on a daily basis, we have so many Amazon FedEx, a lot of postmen listen to this show. Uh, I heard from a police officer in Norfolk last night on, on Twitter DMs who listens to this show while he's on patrol. Like all of you guys, thank you for your service to our community, especially our delivery and law enforcement. This time of year is so tough for law enforcement and package delivery people. Thanks for everything you do. Thanks for listening to the show. Get yourself a free six-pack of Buckshot. Power through your day, serving our community. Bucked up, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Let's get your comments in here. Oh, boy. Eric Wasikowski oh from Plymouth, Canton.
1: Oh, dear. Yeah, Detroiter.
2: Hey, Wasikowski. I know this is off topic, but shouldn't you be talking about a certain someone's debut tomorrow night? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Dude. You're dead to me. Yeah. Patrick Kane makes his debut. Thanks uh, for the tip. With the Eastern Conference Detroit Red Wings that really nobody cares about. So because it's garbage. You know, and then the Bears are gonna kick the crap out of the Lions. So what's really the point, Wasikowski? What what, what are you hanging on to? Jim Harbaugh's innocent? Yeah, good luck with that. Congratulations, but that's bullshit. Dick. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm good to see you, Eric. Uh, as always. Steve Barnes for twenty dollars. Hey, Steve. Alabama with John Mechie and Jamison Williams. Alabama 41-24. Bama loses both, and two weeks later, Georgia 33, Bama 18. But injuries don't affect anything, and these people insane. Georgia 41, FSU 3. Mm-hmm. Are we still on? home? FSU. Oh, man. Best team in the country. Oh, God! Why did you keep Seminole Nation <laughs> out of the playoff? <sighs> I'm so tired of, like, I must get, it's got to be five, six comments in, in, on YouTube an hour. You guys are assholes. Why do you hate FSU? You're fucking donkey. Well, well, are, who are you, Michigan fan? <laughs> Why do you guys hate Michigan? <laughs> you come here because we tell you the truth. And, and And I would also say, because he's not healthy, without Jordan Travis, you're not one of the four best teams in the country. I'm giving you a fucking answer. You don't have to like it. But I'm giving you an answer. Call the FSU fans. Oh, God. Stop. No. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. You guys just whine and cry like Bobby Bowden ain't coming. Nope. Not talking about. It. Anyway, yeah. Ryan Willie for $5. In my opinion, this will ruin the college football playoff in March Madness. It won't change it at all. Mm. The college football playoff. It's not going to change it at all. Not you, in the you, near term. You win games or you don't win games. So you're telling me San Diego State can't recruit because they're not in this. But I mean, they're getting the pro rata they deserve no, now. So they'll be able to afford their way in, right?
0: I, I think the concern is... I said the pro Yeah, rata. the pro rata they deserve. That was really well done, actually. You can only uh, lead the horse to water. I, You know, you can only lead the horse to the pro rata. Uh, That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I think the concern is, like, it is more like, okay, yeah, sure, the current structure is in place, and however long that's in place, okay, great. But once that runs out, so basically from that point when all of this would expire, all the current TV deals and all yes. that would expire, from then to today backwards, these schools that can afford to get in here, again, assuming this goes through, because it is still a proposal, but assuming it goes through, the concern, I think, is, okay, you've got this you know, elite group of schools that can afford to buy their way into this thing. And if there's enough of them, because again, that's the other thing. If there's only like five schools in this thing, nothing's going to change. Absolutely. Nothing will change. But if you've got like, let's call it the top, like, yeah, I don't know if we still have like the AP top 25, like the top 25, the top 50 best football programs Mm -hmm. in this thing. Like if you have enough numbers to go out and say, Hey, look, we were in the final college football playoff rankings right we have all those schools in this subdivision liberty liberty at liberty. so if you're liberty you you definitely want to to push forward a thing that would say hey this group of schools is going to have their own march madness we're going to have our own college football playoff cuz what does that do it shrinks the pot you have a better chance of making top end money if you're in this
2: group and that's I, I I just say. it's a big concern it's is i don't believe because again Not every school has to do this. If only Michigan and Ohio State and the Big Ten want to do this, okay, great, the rest of the Big Ten is still competing for a national championship. Correct. It it just means that Michigan and Ohio State are playing by a different set of rules than you all are. So it incentivizes you, if you've got the bread, to go and do it. Mm -hmm. That's that's what this is. And think of it this way.
0: So let's say it did start off slow, In, in your example, where you have Michigan and Ohio State. Those two brands work together to change the entry fee from 30,000 to 15,000. Hey, let's lower this thing, right? And allow more people to get in because we need numbers to go out and do this. That's what I'm saying, this isn't something where they're like, "All right, we're going to wake up tomorrow and figure out how to do this." There's an end goal here. And we don't know quite what that is yet. It may be to branch off, it may just be to make more money, who knows. I think Charlie Baker
2: is was hired to save I think Charlie Baker was hired to save the NCAA. Mm-hmm. That's that's what the, the guy's been on the job for eight months. And he's already got a plan. Come on. Already. Come on. He was hired to save the NCAA. Uh, all right. Big shout out to Sean Rollins who gifted him on to show members. Go, baby. Love it. Uh, make sure you hit the like button. It really helps the channel grow. Thanks again for everybody who's been here, who is here today. Um, look at all the comments already rolling in. Um, let's see. RJ C Man. Power grab 101. Absolutely mm-hmm. it is. Absolutely it is. Uh, Christopher Parker, rip PGA tour.
0: Dude, don't get me started on the
2: betrayal please that tell is me, John Rom. Please tell me this is well, is it John Rahm or the golf ball rollback they announced wow, today? Yeah, that's a good boy. Don't don't get me started. The golf ball rollback is meaningless. It changes nothing. Uh Mike Smith, I think it would change March margin- Madness more than the college football playoff. I think that that's an interesting point because one of the things we've seen with the one-and-done in, in the college basketball world is the Blue Bloods are struggling more and more and more to compete with San Diego State. The Carolinas, the Kansases, the Kentuckys, the Dukes, the, they're struggling to compete with the you know, Florida Atlantics. That's what the one and duns have done. And I'm curious if you know, Kansas is able to join this sub this division. I'm curious, does that mean that Florida Atlantic no longer is a factor because Bill Self doesn't have to hand out envelopes? He just throws Benji's at everybody now, <laughs> right? That, that Tim Floyd at I'm USC back in the day doesn't have to stand on a street corner in Beverly Hills or whatever it might be. I'm curious. I'm also curious, does this end the one and done? Because it hasn't so far, a lot of kids are. It's not like kids are staying in school at some enormous clip. Mm-mm. So, I think it's a very so interesting. See, there's a lot of there's a lot of X
0: factors here. There's a lot tons. of side effects to this drug that's supposed to fix the NCAA. No, no, no.
2: The word that you're looking for is there's a lot of unintended consequences mm-hmm. because we also don't know what the unintended consequences of this are. Hey, man, we got to feed the beast. Well, what happens when the beast becomes a fat ass? Because you just kept feeding it and feeding it and feeding it. What are the unintended consequences of letting the big boys eat?
0: Yeah, another thing that's not in there is a cap on how
2: many members there can be. Because I don't think you would want a cap. I don't. I think this whole thing is going to be very interesting. And, and please, trust me, this, ha- this has nothing to do with the welfare of the student athlete. No. I don't believe that for a second. Uh, Casey Anthony got away with it for $5. I dedicate Justin Timberlake's Crimea River to Florida State Nation, it couldn't happen to a bigger bunch of Jagoffs. There we go. There we go. There we go. You know our Oh, whoops. Whoops. What are you doing?
0: I it glitched. I'm sorry. It happens once in a while. It was an accident. I apologize. Good lord. Sorry. You glitched. my bad.
2: My bad. I I Casey, I appreciate the 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 bomb. Nice well job. done. Apollo gives us a $5 super sticker. Thank you. Thank you. you. Derek Roche for $5. College football needs an NIT playoff, maybe a G5 playoff as well. Hey, man, I, I, I have forever advocated that, especially when we had the BCS, because I think we all felt like the BCS was really a narrow path to winning a national championship. Hey, if you don't make the BCS, let's have another tournament. Because I, I'm also a believer that December shouldn't be just filled with, you know, your mom's new um, seamstress sewing machine company bowl in <coughs> wherever, the Bronx, right? Like it, it, it. December doesn't need to be crappy bowl game month. December, I think, should be the playoffs um, to get you to the World Series, the NBA Finals, whatever it might be, right? If you're in college football, December should be about playing your way into the postseason. Hey, if you won your conference or whatever it might be, play your way in. And I don't know what you would do to limit that or how how many you could facilitate. It's not going to be 64 like the tournament. But could it be the, the top 25 college football playoff teams in the, at the end of the season they all play in a in a four week tournament, and I don't know why not. Like if you really wanted to, you could figure it out. Mm-hmm. You could figure it out. And I think if you don't make the college football playoff, there should absolutely be there should absolutely be a game of consequence. And the one thing that I like about the I have no idea why they did an in NBA in season tournament, other than to say sell jerseys. And my man, some of those floors are ugly. You know the one thing I like about it? There's money on the line. You want to pay a kid? All right, make him earn his way. Make it, hey, there's a five million dollar prize split amongst everybody on the roster. Five million bucks, right? Like, okay, cool. The winner gets five million. Make it like a golf tournament, a purse. There's a hundred million dollar purse brought to you by Capital One, whatever it is, right? Dr. Pepper, Capital One, your mom seamstress. Present. That's what I'm talking about.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Play it on Saturdays, man. Every Saturday in December. And then January, you have the final four, like you do now. How hard is that? Okay, I feel better. No, Good. I don't. This is never going to happen. Mike Smith gifted a membership to the Mike. Hey, show. Mike. Oh, you didn't have a flinch of the finger on that one, did you? I did not. Did nope. you? Nope. Jerk. Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm the jerk. In this, Okay. Uh, RJC, man, FSU fans crying is much more delicious. I agree. Has FSU fan become... No, Michigan fans way more unlikable. Mm, it's right? close.
0: It's close, dude. You really I think it's close? I have disdain for Florida State fan. Absolutely. Well, I,
2: And I don't think the Ron DeSantis thing helps. When Ron DeSantis says he's going to take a million dollars of taxpayer money and burn it. But I just don't take you seriously. Whether
0: it's DeSantis, or, you know, uh, Jordan Travis, or any of these guys. I, I don't take you seriously if you're really going to sit here and tell me that you believe you should get in because you earned your way on the field. It's not about what you earned. No. Nope. It's about the best teams, and we've been over this 100 times.
2: Yep. Totally agree. Get the hell over it. I, I agree. Uh, Derek Roche, the NCAA is giving the big boys the pro rata San Diego State dessert. Wow. <laughs> Uh, fresh out. Gumby fresh out says he's fitty. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Jesse Crum. Hello, Jesse. Ron DeSantis investigating why FSU was left out by the committee. Not a joke. Check ESPN. We went into that yesterday and it's not a joke. I totally agree. Uh, Mike Smith, uh, if any other fans team went undefeated and won the conference championship game, they would be bitching just as loud as FSU fans. But here's the thing. And, and again, I'm just, I'm asking for a friend. If you're bitching and somebody says, well, I understand that you're undefeated and you won the conference championship, but you know, there's a rule that says they can consider injuries and keep you out of the college football playoff because your best player, your quarterback, it's kind of important in football. Uh, he's hurt for the, he's out for the year. And we watched it play in that conference championship game. Not good. good. Your Iowa was more compelling. Okay, that's a lie. Uh, But my point is, it wasn't good. I I just think at some point, it's it's wasting money at Michigan. You wasted assets and resources at Michigan defending Jim Harbaugh, and then at the 11th hour, you're like, yeah, we're going to let this go. (laughs) Uh, It's a total waste of money, Mm -hmm. and I don't get it. Kurt Myers, NCAA Pro Division. I mean, yeah, you could put it that way. Absolutely, you could put it that way. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, some school is giving Elon Musk an honorary doctorate so he will help fund their football team. Got to believe that's happening, right? I mean, that's what this comes down Legal to. Legal bribery, sir. Yeah, it's not. I I think I have no problem with with people that are like, hey, I'm going to... Elon Musk is going to fund is going to fund our football team for this year, and, and part of that funding is he bought us a private jet, so that we don't have to fly charter. When's when's somebody going to when's a donor going to buy a team uh, a seven forty seven so they don't have to charter, so they can fly private? You're telling me, Mich- well, Michigan doesn't have the money because they burned it in court. Um, but are you telling me that the Ohio doesn't have the money to do that? Come on. Like, that's where we're going to. I mean, I know it says Dallas across your chest. Are you telling me that SMUs flying commercial across the country? I somehow have a problem with that. That's what we're going to. Mm -hmm. We're going to, hey, you, you know, Ohio State flies commercial, not us. We have a private jet. Desmond Howard, who defends us like a moron on ESPN. He gave, he gave us a private jet, a seven forty seven. We we fly private now. Yay! Right, that's it's no longer. Well, you're a Jordan School, so you get free Jordans every week. Come play <laughs> We've here. We've graduated to private jets.
0: <laughs> remember, remember when that
2: was good enough? Oh yeah, you get free Jordans. Oh, at North Carolina, Michael Jordan practices with us. Man, once those a month.
0: Carolina blue elevens are no longer enough.
2: Can't get those at Duke, can you? Right, that used to be good enough. Now that's not good enough. Now it's the Jordans every week, but I also want, you know, 50,000 a month and I want to fly private. And my parents are on the team plane, right? That's, that's what it's come down to. So I, I, this just doesn't surprise me. Uh, Joseph Harper, speaking of cheating college football coaches and players, uh, who is one of the 12s in Seattle, probably didn't need to take that Mm -hmm. shot. I never understood why college football playoff couldn't adapt to the FCS playoff system. Let them play each other, and may the best team win. I don't know. because I think they like the controversy. I think they like the fact that it's Wednesday three days later, and, and Florida State fans still is not recovered from their their, you know, emotional stupor. Right they're They're all emo Jimmy Butler right now. Florida State. Right. Like they're they're crying and oh, it's so painful. I can't get out of bed. I wish I had broken my leg earlier in the year so you could see the quality of this
0: team. Right. Uh, It's crazy. are a joke. Get out of here.
2: Grow up. Uh, DK for ten dollars. Five of the committee members are ACC athletic directors. This conversation is doing way more damage to college football than anything else. But again, that's the that's the hypocrisy of, of Florida State. Florida State's talking about due process, and we are we are gonna fight for what's right. Uh, <laughs> the sanctimonious is gonna go to the the, the taxpayers and steal a million dollars of their money so we can sue. Well, um, speaking of process, aren't you guys the one that are trying to break the grantor rights you agreed to? And it's very powerful. We're not going to talk. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about getting screwed out of the college football playoff. Excuse me, but um, didn't you guys try to gather everybody else in the ACC to break the grant of rights and, and so that you could make more money?
3: That's bullshit.
2: That that's the hypocrisy of FSU. And their process wasn't followed. Like, come on, come on. It it it's wild to me that here we are on Wednesday and we are still. Talking about pissed off Florida State fan. Yep. Who unlike you has hit the like button on the Monty show. Um the iPad says Washington versus Alabama. Okay. Okay. Marcus Emmert says a hundred bucks a bucket. What's a hundred bucks a bucket? What did I miss? Um conundrum, Charlie Baker equals friend of Joe. Okay. Gary Wolf. <laughs> The TV partners quest for more and more money is going to destroy college football eventually. But is this the TV partners quest for more and more money?
0: Not sure how you can make that case, man.
2: How how I I mean maybe you are I don't understand that comment in the framework of Charlie Baker's proposal. Listen,
0: if if you want to say that ESPN and all the networks are going to benefit off of this, yeah, I'm happy to talk about that. I mean, ESPN has been, you know, looking the other way or, you know, just trying to... They're, they're not going to help you. They're just, you know, they're not going to hurt you either. They're just going to hang you out to dry type mindset. So if they like it, they're going to do it. And if they don't, they're not going to. So if you bring all the best teams together, yeah, I'm inclined to think that brands like Fox and ESPN are going to be involved. Make no mistake about it. This didn't come this didn't come, you know, from ESPN. No.
2: This came from the NCAA. Certainly. Uh Gumby Fresh Freshout wants to remind us that consequences have actions, Pimp. I agree. It's, it's something, okay, man. Somebody got to know. Uh John DeLon, doesn't it stand a reason that the haves playing for a major championship will naturally lead to the have-nots playing for a minor championship? We're already doing that. The minor championship is called the Pool and Weed Eater Bowl. <laughs> well, the Blue Bonnet um, Friends of America Bowl, right? Like, think of the stupid bowl name. Those are the those are the the minor championships. Yes, the meaningless football game for a blue ribbon. And don't don't let Florida State fool you. They are one of the haves. They are not a have not. They are not a have not. Mm-hmm. And I think when you you look at the college football playoff. It, I, again, Delon, I think you're right. Look at it. Look at the college football playoff, man. How many have-nots are on this list? Just, just out of curiosity, how many have-nots do you see on this list? Uh, I see one, and that'd be Liberty, and they got religious money. So SMU certainly is not a have-not. K-State, who's lost every assistant coach, their quarterback, and their running back, they're not a have-not. Tennessee, Oak State. Oak State might be a bit of a have-not, right? NC State, Iowa State, Notre Dame, Louisville, Arizona. Arizona's missing $240 million. There aren't many have-nots on this list. Mm -hmm. I dare say, outside of Liberty, I believe that all other 24 here would absolutely be in the worry we have more money and assets than you do category. I think everybody else would, would be here. Is James Madison trying to get into the we have more than you? No, they're not. They're not. Sorry. So I don't think, and I I don't know how to say this without sounding like a red ass, and I'm not trying to be a jerk, and and I I, I truly am not trying to be a jerk. But I, I sit here and I say to myself, is it some kind of like state secret that the big boys run college athletics? Is it? Is it? When did it become like some crazy theory that that the blue bloods in basketball are more important than FAU and San Diego State? And I'm talking about last year. When did it become like crazy thinking that Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, hell, Oregon and Washington, they have far more sway than Liberty. They have far more sway than the guys in the Mountain West. Air Force is a great story. I don't see them as being one of the big boys. Fresno State, don't see him being one of the big boys. Boise State, don't see him being one of the big boys. It's the reality of the landscape. Nevada Reno, I mean, name the Mountain West team. Name the CUSA team. The 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 AAC. Like, you guys, this isn't a secret. Oregon State. You don't have the money, so DJU is is transferring. See you later. Cam Ward's transferring. You know why? Because you're a have-not, and he wants to be a have. This isn't rocket science. Well, that's the issue, isn't it? So uh, my point is, we need to stop with this question of, well, this is just, isn't this going to create a separation of classes? Bro, the separation of classes has been here. Keep it real. (laughs) Georgia and the SEC, this goes to the SEC conversation. Oh, man, it pisses me off. The SEC thinks they're the best. Well, breaking news, they are the best. They are, and everyone agrees on that. No, they can't be because they didn't beat teams out of the SEC. Oh. Oh, Come on. Come on. This is what – all this is doing is putting it in writing, codifying, solidifying what we already know. Y'all feel me? It's what we already know. It's very difficult to be Utah because Utah was a BCS buster, and now they're a half. Yeah, Utah would be in, right? You look at anybody in the Big 12, and and, and I'm talking about our friends at the bounce house in Orlando, all the way to Cincinnati, down to Houston, up to Provo, like anybody in the Big 12, even the new boys. You think Grayson McCall's going to UCF because they're a have-not? No, he's going to make more money there. He's going to make more, all due respect, Chanticleers, he's going to make more money bouncing in the house than he is with the rooster and stuff.
1: But all due respect.
2: Right, like, is this some kind of secret? No. And I, 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 I'm i trying not to be, you know, a jerk about it, but this is this is known. Why do we fight this stuff? Why, why are we, why Why are we, let's go pick it, bro.
0: Because there's a huge sect of college football fan that wants to live in the 80s of college football. You know, like, hey, we've got these conferences and yeah. you know, these kids don't make money. They're student athletes and little Jenny Agen-
2: here. Hey, Jenkins, will, will like, you sign my petition to stop them from doing the haves versus the have-nots? No. No. No, I'm going to the parade, okay? Peace out.
1: <laughs> Venice parade? Venice parade?
2: Oh my God. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out. No Tremani our uncle. That's exactly Dame, right. Our mother. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You're welcome. It's it's wild to me. Harry Austin, I uh, hope you are well down in the tone of saying. Uh, it is a reflection of society where the wealthy are getting more wealthy at the expense of the rest of society. We're gonna talk about self-checkout. <laughs> Did you guys see that 7% of all self-checkout transactions involve theft?
1: doesn't get any more red white and blue than that
2: and would it surprise you that most of that seven percent is rich people in gen z that are stealing (laughs) from self it's it's not it, it you're not wrong the wealthy are getting more wealthy but this isn't the wealthy getting more wealthy this is the wealthy becoming more entitled
0: this is the wealthy taking advantage of the fact that 80 year old ned is your receipt checker at walmart <laughs> that's okay? right that's what this is
2: where you can walk into walmart walmart and tell them to get out of your way you have a contest to win yeah dude right like, my way dude right like yeah. that's what the that's what out of this my is way, dude uw fan jim love bowl games but then again i actually like football i guess people want what housewives of la or something you know but it's true How many? how many Are you excited to see Caleb Williams not play for USC in their meaningless bowl game? (laughs) You know, Kyle Wilson, you should play the sad uh, music. Give me one
0: sec. Here we go. Here we go. Hmm.
2: Uh, We want a path to becoming a half. (laughs) Okay. I told you. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I knew today would be shitty. You're going to be fine. Just merge with the Mountain West. That's (laughs) all you have to do. Uh, Marcus Emmert. Uh, Cam Rising should probably go after some big money. He's staying at Utah, and he'll get big money. Uh, Mike Smith, house-bouncing QB. Grayson McCall is going to go to UCF, which is a a great one, in my opinion. Gary Wolf says the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity Bowl featuring USC without Caleb Williams. (coughs) <coughs> no <coughs> gumby fresh out the jakey two holes bowl thank you yes 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 isn't that your toilet yes go play intramurals brother know. uh jack harrington the drunk beer bowl gumby fresh out the self-checkout bowl <laughs> where concessions are all stolen <laughs> right johnny gonzalez i thought my Ma- uh, monty was doing the seven percent it can't be me because what's my rule jake Uh, I'm not talking about that. I never go to Mm self-checkout. I support unions and employees in this country. Uh, James. Hi, this is James. Welcome back. The unofficial mayor of cowboy country. Yay. Oklahoma State is not a have-not. Well, apparently they are. I don't know if anybody saw the ultimate irony today in (laughs) Stillwater. Play the sad music. It, It was a tough day in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Because not only is T-Boom Pickens turning T. in his grave, but a Gundy is in the transfer portal. <laughs> How about Mike Gundy telling his kid, look, boy, hey, boy. Hey, boy. You look at me when I'm talking to you through my mullet, boy. Uh, you're not good enough to be the quarterback at Oak State. Oh, Dad, take me back. Daddy, why don't you love me? I'm a man. <sighs> How about Gundy putting his kid in the transfer world? <laughs> Damn. Boone Pickens Stadium is one of the best in the country, and they just fixed up the north side. little spackle and stuff. <laughs> uh, and are currently upgrading the south side. Yeah, okay. We're going to put all USB ports hey guys. in the south side. Hey, guys. Okay? Put a little spackle up there in the north end. If you guys can paint an orange and black, that'd be great, okay? <laughs> Anybody got that James Cowboy Country Mayor guy's phone number? We need his approval on this. No. Because he's T. Boone Pickens, boy. Boy. (laughs) I say that Oak State is a have-not because did anybody see the news that came out today? And listen, you guys, I understand. I understand that the only way to truly in college football be a have is to get to TridayTrading.com. That's when you know. Totally, dude. Stay hard. Oh. That you are a half. Absolutely. Right? So, TridayTrading.com presents our number two of the Monty Show. Come on. That was some of my. Some was, of your best material, dude. The, I'll take his side. I'm just saying I'm amazing. Uh, not as amazing as TridayTrading.com. Uh, you guys, if you have not got their $10 30-day trial membership, James, you should have been able to afford to take your wife to the to the conference championship game. Because you were making three to five hundred dollars a day at tridaytrading.com. i mean, I and I hope you're going to the bowl game. You know, I mean, Gundy's kid won't be there, but you should be there because you went to tridaytrading.com, right? Like that's what I say to everybody. Look at your life and ask yourself: what is the hole in your life? What are you frustrated with? What are you upset about? My job, my boss, my car broke down. Um, I hate my house. I need to remodel my kitchen. Whatever that might be, trydaytrading.com. I've got a ton of student debt, trydaytrading.com My credit card bills are killing me, trydaytrading.com If I could only pay my car off early, trydaytrading.com. It quite literally is that simple in your life. And they're asking you to make a $10 donation to charity to get their entire program for free in 30 days. That's as legit as it can be. They know that if you go through their program for 30 days at trydaytrading.com, you're gonna you're gonna go in head 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 over heels because it is scintillating, it is exciting. Think about that conference championship game, think about the sporting event where your heart was pumping. That's what day trading is. Last night, tr- again, Australian dollar versus the Japanese yen. Awesome trading last night at tri Trading. I love it. I'm addicted to it. I cannot wait to do it on a daily basis. My wife, I'm so proud of my. My wife is just kicking the ass. I'm telling you. We open that Tri-Day Trading uh, platform on a daily basis, and she's just racking it up, dude. Why aren't you? Get it now. $10 charitable donation gets you a 30-day trial membership at TridayTrading.com. No strings attached. No commitment past that 30 days. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Uh, all right, real quick, James. When I talk about Oklahoma State being a have or a have not, my point is if you are, if you're a four-star quarterback and you're getting phone calls from Brent Venables, Mike Gundy, Steve Sarkeesian. You know, you're getting phone calls from all these programs in you know in the vicinity of the truck stop you live at k state you name it arkansas houston how likely are you to pick oak state over those programs hell no and i'm just being honest how likely are you to say you know i want to be, be i want to be i want to be a cowboy instead of a longhorn Okay, let's. Texas is a behemoth. I want to be a Longhorn. Um, do I want to play for uh, the Baylor Bears or Oak State? Is that a real question? I think that's surprisingly close. Man, do I want to be a Horn Frog or a Cowboy? Well, TCU's had far more success in recent times. And Sonny's very different than the Mullet, and it's Fort Worth. I I think when I look at and you talk to me about resources you don't have a quarterback you have Ollie Gordon accidentally where was Ollie Gordon earlier in the year how come you don't have a quarterback you're not you're not deep you don't have Elite facilities I'm just if if we're being honest about Oklahoma State Why are you going to take Oklahoma State over TCU, K-State? Why are you going to take them certainly over anybody? And I I would guess, I would guess that if you are competing with any other school in the Big 12, Kansas for football, okay. Kansas or Oak State basketball, Mm. okay, throw out Kansas, they're the behemoth. But there's so many – like, are you going to – you see what I mean? Like, it's I, not I think a brand that you're taking it over anybody.
1: The
0: image and the branding of Oklahoma State needs some work, no doubt. And I'm not saying it's a negative place. I just think it doesn't
2: feel as big. No, James. No. Your argument over a strength and conditioning coach, if you want to go to the NFL, you go to Oak State. No, if I want to go to the NFL, if I'm a four – and I'm talking about a four-star guy, not a five-star guy, not the best recruit. But a guy that can play in a lot of different programs. If I'm a four-star defensive back, Mm -hmm. where am I trying to go? If Kyle Whittingham calls me or Mike Gundy calls me. program. Yeah, I'm going to Utah. Because what does Utah do with defensive backs? With everybody. They take quarterbacks and turn them into defensive backs. And you know what else they do? Somehow, magically, Super Bowl rings appear like five, six years down the road. (laughs) Go see Eric Rowe. Like the list is endless of of guys that went to Utah and play in the NFL. If I'm a four star defensive back and, and, and Nick Saban calls me, well, you know, Mike Gundy's got that strength and conditioning coach. Okay, again, throw out Alabama. They're a behemoth. If, like, if you're from Texas and Texas Tech calls you or Oak State calls you, Or I don't think it's a slam dunk based on a strength and conditioning coach. Right? Like, you can't tell me the very idea that Baylor is close. Everybody's got good facilities. If you don't have good facilities, you're not winning recruiting battles. Do you think Jimbo has terrible facilities in College Station? They don't. And they recruit their asses off. Now, currently today at this moment in time, all of their recruits and their players are in the transfer portal. I think um, every Texas A&M scholarship player is in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. They're calling it an exodus. But you get my point. How many How many schools can Oak State say, hey, you're coming here instead of going to Kansas to play football? If I'm a four-star guy, I'm probably, and I'm close, I'm probably leaning to Oak State to play football. But, I, I, but basketball, Kansas is winning that one. Mm-hmm. Oak State or K-State in football? That's tough, dude.
0: Right now, I'd probably go, I'd probably go Oak State honestly, I probably would' I probably would too because I think k State's had a lot of players go um yeah, i I and obviously Oak State was just in the championship game for the conference. you know you you James, the argument you should be making is that the conference has changed and you're gonna compete at the top of that conference now, especially now that Texas and
2: Oklahoma are gone and but, but again. In Oklahoma is the real problem because if you're if you, let's say you grew up in Oklahoma City and you're a four star any position, mm-hmm. and Brent Venables calls you, hey, where do I sign? You know, it, it's Mike Gundy. Uh, hey, it's Brent Venables. They're calling you at the same time. Which call are you taking? So get your facts straight. Just saying. I'm taking OU's call, and I think everybody is. And the fact that the Red River rivalry, God, I struggle with that. The Red River rivalry is going to go on. And speaking of facilities, did you guys see that part of that agreement is they're going to refurbish the Cotton Bowl? That's what I'm talking about. And this NIL thing, and I am not, I know that that Pokes fans are going to lose their ever-loving mind. You're not a have. You're not a have. Because... You're not on par with the – you're surrounded by sharks, dude. I'll try to stay calm and not curse. You're surrounded by sharks? So I don't know how you compete. You're not competing with Oklahoma. Like, just stop that now. Stop. I get why it's frustrating, though, for Oak State fan. James, Utah does have good faci- elite facilities. And I'm not even talking about Rice-Eccles Stadium, which is brand new essentially now. Have you seen the practice facility? Have you seen the football facilities, the indoor practice facility, the, the weight room? The That's an NFL factory. And the reason I say Utah is a have, and unfortunately for Utah, you finally begin to dominate the Pac-12 and it melts down. But my guess is that Utah, inside of five years, will have a Big 12 championship. I think they will have a Big 12 championship. I don't think Witt's going to miss a beat. Mm-hmm. He is an excellent recruiter. I wish he would go and get one of the best quarterbacks in the country, but here nor there. You show. you th- Again, location, Stillwater or Salt Lake City, I've been to both. Pros and cons in both, but I'd take Salt Lake. Salt Lake City is a far better place. And everybody's like, oh, they're all white guys over there. Hmm. Might want to think twice about that. Might want to think twice about that. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Texas. Yeah, it's sad what's going on in Texas. Jimbo Fisher burned that place to the ground. Absolutely, it is wild to me. Wild to me. How many people are leaving Texas A&M? It's wild. Uh, James, Texas A&M does not have a good indoor practice facility. They are in the process of building a new one. So they're okay. Uh, same as Texas, they still have a bubble for an IPF. They plan building a new one as well. So that's why they neither one of them recruits though. Texas and Texas AM doesn't, they can't recruit, you know. Okay. Ollie really pissed on Monty now. (laughs) Ollie's really (laughs) pissed at Monty. Boy, I got that one wrong. Okay. Ollie's really pissed at Monty enough. They underused it. That's what fucking, right? Like, fuck off. Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. You can't talk all that junk all year and then have 35 yards in the champ game, dude. It's not even that. It's not even that. When you look at Oak State's numbers, And you look at Ollie Gordon's, like I was looking at Ollie Gordon's game log. And it's tough to look at Ollie Gordon's game log and say, yeah, dude, those, uh, those three carries, um, you know, against directional Alabama or, you know, those nine carries against ASU. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Boy, you got beat 45 to three, you know, at UCF and they only gave you the ball 12 times. Um. Why don't you come to Norman, dude? Um, we're gonna give you the ball um, twenty times a game. Twenty times a game, and we're gonna th- yards a game, and we're gonna throw you the ball five, six, seven times a game. And and just so you know, we have quarterbacks in Norman. And like, by
0: the way, since we bought into this new subdivision of NIL, we can <laughs> cut checks to you like immediately.
2: Yeah, uh, you know we don't have skyscrapers, and we only do one story buildings here in Oklahoma. But we're gonna put you in the penthouse <laughs> of that one story building. <laughs> What's your favorite model of car? Oh, a, a, a 5 Series M? Oh, yeah. We have one waiting for you out back. I'm for real. It, it, It's here. You want to test drive it? That's not illegal anymore. Yeah, we're not Michigan with Jim Harbaugh. We don't have computer problems, but you can have that 5 Series for Man, the entire time. You don't have to worry there. about feeling
0: like Reggie Bush did back in the day because now it's legal. We're good, dude. We can pay you. You got the car. You got the
2: penthouse? Like, we're good to go, dude. Yeah, you want to get into an LLC with one of our coaches? Let's take care of it. Get yeah, ahead. dude. Let's get let's get it done, bro. We'll get it done. Um, my thing. OG Gary says, K-State every day. See, that's what I say. I think it's close. Uh, but it's in Stillwater. <laughs> Stop. Stupefied. Either way, you hit a, a Vega or a Pinto from behind, you're going to get out of your misery. Yeah, because you're going to be on fire. Mm. Mm. Oh, my God. You know how dangerous Pintos were? Holy Moses. Uh, what did you say, stupefied? A la cacablamo. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's in the dictionary. <laughs> Go look it up. Let me know what it says. Uh, Mark uh, Barnett, Boone Pickens, if he was alive, they would, uh, they would be a have. Yeah, candies and nuts. But he did. Yeah. You know. Dude's six feet under, so let's keep going. James is like, I'm turning this show off. Ron Nolan, is the multiple uh, show a half or a half not? Is the multi? I don't. You, you what, are you, what are you talking about, bro? You, you tell us. You tell us. Utah is not a half. I'm sorry. Not yet. Okay. What do they need? Uh, Gumby Fresh Inn. Um, Utah versus Arizona. Fit to be scary next year. Well, dude, the situation in Arizona is really sad. It is really sad. And as you hit the like button and remember that they're missing $240 million. This is a code 10 abort. The fighting Fafitas are in deep. That's a lot of taco money. (laughs) And man, I miss good Mexican food. I will say that I miss good Mexican food. Gary Wolf, Utah didn't dominate the Pac-12 this season. Oh, early on they did. And they won with the pig farmer and Nate Johnson until they didn't. And I think the last two years, they've been the best team by far just can't beat uh, anyone in the Rose Bowl. So. Well, because you don't have a quarterback. As soon as Cam Rising got hurt, that's when that went down. It is what it is. Ron Nolan, is the money Show a have or a have not? It's for sure has two holes. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, have not, you know. Uh, Eric Wasikowski, who's Ollie Gordon? Oh, my God. Says, Sorry if you're offended by that. Dude says the Barry Sanders fan. You're in day two. What do you mean, Gumby fresh out? Ollie Gordon is the executive producer of the show, Graham. Yeah, do you guys? We didn't. Make yeah, that we fired Tanner. We didn't make that announcement. Program. Are you kidding me? I mean, uh, they, uh, what announcements? We make announcements every day on the show, including the fact that Prize Picks is the official daily fantasy uh, provider of the Monty Show. I would remind you also that we are giving away a hundred dollar Amazon gift card uh, this Friday, so two days from now. Major scheduling update. Because Pimp's Gonna Pimp, we're doing a morning show this Friday uh, because we have a uh, a bit of travel now mm-hmm. planned this weekend, thanks to me. Um, I didn't hear that sound effect. But my point is uh, we'll do a morning show on Friday. We will announce at 8 Pacific, 11 Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, the winner of our $100 Amazon gift card, uh, right here on the Monty Show, and all you have to do is sign up for Prize Picks, the best daily fantasy in the business. Hook it up. Click the link in the description below, or use the promo code Monty, which is right there. And the shit, right? Yeah, don't touch me, dude. Right You're there. violating my space. Yeah, you have cooties. Uh, use yeah. the promo code Monty to get 100% deposit matching. And I got to tell you again. Speaking of pimps, pimps gonna pimp. I won last night. Seven oui. seventy-five more dollars last night on Prize Picks. Nobody cares. Uh, but the point is, the point is you too can be a winner. All you have to do, sign up for prize picks, make a deposit, $5, $10, a million dollars, whatever you feel like prize picks is going to match it up to a hundred dollars. Send Jake a screenshot, SLC Jake, SLC Jake on Twitter or Instagram. Send him a screenshot that you signed up for prize picks using the promo code Monty and made a deposit and you're entered to win a hundred dollar Amazon gift card this Friday morning. And I would just again point out, as on December 6th, when we are uh, 19 days away from Christmas, would a $100 Amazon gift card go well for you right now? Yeah, I 100. think it would. Sign up for prize picks. A daily fantasy partner of The Monty Show. Use the promo code Monty. You too uh, could win. Let's see. The eye patch Whittingham's Kryptonite is the quarterback position. And again, I think Kyle Whittingham at Utah is. I think comfortably a top five coach in the country. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest issue is it's difficult for him to recruit wide receivers because he does not recruit quarterbacks. And if you think back, I mean, Travis Wilson, I mean, Huntley, like pick the quarterback that they've had. Who's an elite NFL quarterback? Who's an elite college quarterback? When's the last time he had a true dual threat who could run and throw the football and carried an offense? Was one of the best quarterbacks in the conference. That's tough. Cam rising, but he's been hurt for so long and so often. I think it's very difficult. And and if we look at the last two years, I mean, the back-to-back Pac-12 championships, it's a miracle you're doing that. That speaks volumes about the coach that Witt is, the developer that Witt is, you got to get yourself into a in, into a, a a a situation where you're using your Florida pipeline, which Utah absolutely has to recruit a quarterback. You're using your California pipeline, which Utah absolutely has to recruit a quarterback. Now, Zach Wilson's brother, that kid is a pretty good quarterback. Let's see if they develop him. We'll find out, right? DK Arizona is like the federal government losing that mu- that much money. It's <laughs> wild. It's wild. Brutal. Wild. Uh, James, timeout. Utah is a have. Their facilities are top-notch. They are so good. They may host another Winter Olympics. Utah's facility are as good as any in the new Big 12. They are. There's no question about it. Uh, Lil Jimmy, K-State is better than Arizona. Totally agree. 100%. You're not going to get an argument from me. Uh, OG Gary, after the fight boss frog and I had yesterday, he made some good points. We haven't won any important bowls or playoff games until those happen. We can't say we're a half boss ain't wrong. Well, I I'm not, I'm not even saying that it's win or lose.
0: It's not that like, let's get this straight. It's about, it's about the checking account, dude. It's about, Hey, can you cut a check for X amount of dollars to get in this thing based on how many players
2: you have in your athletic department? Well, but you know what else it is? Call me crazy. I think when you look at what Utah doesn't have, I mean, we're we're talking about collectives. Utah is so still to this day far behind the collective curve, and I know everybody got pickup trucks, dude. You're still behind the nil curve, and I think that's the one true issue at Utah's and at BYU as well. their their NIL stuff has been not great. And BYU was one of the first out of the gate with an NIL deal. And it just with built bar and it just never propelled them. And I think Utah's had that problem.
0: Mm-hmm. Truly. I think that's a, it's not just one deal. Like it's not just, Oh, we got everyone pickup
2: trucks. All right, cool. What's next? Mike Smith. Monty's show is a have unless it's March. Then it's a have. no, dirty dogs.
1: Yeah, we're not making any changes.
2: I can't. Dude, if you only knew. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. C.J. Vance, do you think there is any long shot BYU could make a splash at quarterback in the portal this year? I don't know. Is that what you want to do? Is that what you want to do? Because I think Jake Retzloff showed you he could be what you need him to be. But what happened to L.J. Martin this year? What are you going to do to fix the offensive line? Do you know uh, tackles in the portal? They're at an incredible premium right now. Go make a splash. Go find me another Kingsley Suamataia.
0: And I think that that Kalani needs to lean on Aaron Roderick a little bit. I agree. Like, I'm not saying that Aaron Roderick is the worst OC in the country or has done some garbage job, but but it's the, hey, LJ Martin got one carry or five carry, like, he didn't get 20 carries and five in the flat. Like y- you have to be committed to, to your keys to success. And, yeah. and and BYU saw a lot of success when they were committed to running the football. And somehow they just got away from that. And I'm telling you one way or the other, you got to put the quarterback drama to bed. I'm tired of talking about, you know, Keaton Slovis type situations where it's like, Oh, well, is he the guy? Is he not the guy? Like, you know, is he playing this week? Is he not? Like, let's let's stop playing the game. Just be blunt, dude. Like, Retzloff should be the guy. And then define who the backup is, and you're off and running. And then run the football. Like, it's not difficult. Run the damn ball. Because yep. if you can just be, and this goes to anybody, I just think BYU isn't committed to it. If you're second and five, you're in a great place. Like, yeah. literally, you are in a great place.
2: Uh, interesting. We're talking about this... Um... The situation with with the NCAA, Charlie Baker proposing, um, you know, sweeping compensation and NIL regulations, angry OSU fan 97 on Twitter, you lost a sub, quote, just join the Mountain West. Well, that's not what I said. What I said was merge with the Mountain West. Yeah, that will make us become a have. It's your quickest path to the college football playoff.
0: You guys are so dramatic, bro. Like, do you not understand that? It's not about what you think about the Mountain West. We're past that. Yes. It's about how do I get to the college football playoff? I got news for you. If you're going to stand on your high horse and be prideful and say, we would never join the Mountain West, just like all those schools did with the truck stop conference that apparently was so bad until you needed them and then you joined, you're just pissed because you missed that
2: opportunity. And I understand that. I've said that repeatedly. I get it. It's frustrating. We've done almost entire hours on this show of letting Oregon State and Washington State fans vent. And you guys want to talk about burning your season tickets and your diplomas. What you continue to fail to recognize is there's life after this. And if you're going to burn your diploma, go root for another school, dude. Oregon and Oregon State are still going to play a football game every year. They're committed to that. It's wild to me. That Oregon State fan, who seems so angry, cannot see the forest from the trees that the Mountain West is your best asset right now. They gave you a lifeline. They want to merge with the Pac-2. Do that and have a shot at the college football playoff.
0: Get an at-large bid. Man. Just because, look, just because you know, you, you may not be able to get an auto bid, an auto you know, a, a five slot, a top five slot. That doesn't mean you can't be one of the seven that gets in in addition to that. I mean, I look, I understand your next response is going to be, well, we can't recruit and Jonathan Smith and DJ and all these guys are in the portal and they left us for greener pasture. Yeah, that might be true. That might be true. But do you think crying over spilled milk is going to fix your situation? Do you think burning your tickets and your jerseys and, you know, like being ridiculous about it is going to fix your situation? Well,
2: and, and- the, the other part of this is you have to merge with the Mountain West so you can have a shot at an auto bid. If And Oregon State fan in particular keeps saying, well, I don't want to be a G5. Okay, so you want to be in a P5 conference. Do you really think? Do you really think? If Oregon State football joins in the fantasy land of the Big 12, do you think that's a better path to the college football playoff than merging with the Mountain West? You're out your goddamn mind. It's an easier path to merge with the Mountain West. You're not winning the Big 12. You have shown no ability to win the Pac-12. You've shown no ability to compete at the top of a P5 conference. You're getting an easy button, merge with the Mountain West, and get the get the G5 auto bid. But you go ahead and burn your diplomas, folks. You you burn your
0: diplomas. And and by the way, I just want to point this out, because I see this sometimes on YouTube. Unsubbing isn't going to change our opinion. No. Like we value every one of the subscribers we have. But if you think that unsubbed, you lost a subscriber today. Okay, cool. Go knock yourself out, man. Because the reality of the situation is, is we're not even being negative. I could understand if we were like hating on you or, you know, like saying a bunch of negative stuff, but we're not even saying that. We're just simply saying, hey. The most efficient route back to the promised land is the Mountain West.
2: Yes. That's it. Axe says, you just crapped over the Mountain West an hour ago. No, what did I say? What did I say about the Mountain West? They're not a group of halves. They're not. There's not a have in the Mountain West. But Oregon State, who I actually have a hell of a lot of respect for, and I think they're going to rebuild that program. Scott Barnes is still there. I think they're going to rebuild that program. If you put Oregon State in the Mountain West, I believe they can win that conference every single year.
0: And I think we need to define what have and have not means, like in context. Like, I'm not sitting here saying that any school in the Mountain West is a have not in terms of, hey, they just suck and they're terrible. No, That's not what that means. When we said it's a conference with a lot of have nots in it, what we're talking about is this new legislature or this new, you know, proposal out of the NCAA and Charlie Baker about a subdivision in college football where you have to pay, uh, 30,000 where you have to be able to pay 200,000, 200 athletes, athletes, $30,000 or on scale, half of your athletes, depending on how many athletes you have, $30,000 a piece in title nine applies
2: ready. Right. Does Oregon state have $6 million to join the have to join the haves on a yearly basis?
0: Probably not right now, but the good news is, the good news is, angry Oregon State fan. The good news is, is that all you have to do is go out and number one, go out and beat everybody in the Mountain West. Number one, but then number two, win at a good rate. Like, don't beat them by a field goal. Beat them by twenty. You
2: Proof guys, a point. I'm telling you now. I, 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 I've been. I, it makes me crazy that specifically in college, you where did your brain go, dude? Like, why can you not be level-headed and see what the facts are? Instead of, well, Jim Harbaugh didn't know he's innocent. He's innocent. Yeah, how come they are not saying, how come they're not denying what happened? Because they're innocent. Well, they they did say, you know, that to the NCAA. Well, it doesn't matter. They've not. Hey, Michigan fan! They've never denied it. Doesn't matter. Jim didn't know. It doesn't matter if he knew. The rules. You want to fight about everything, and stay instead of saying, "Well, you know what? That doesn't matter. We beat Ohio State three years in a row. We're going to play for the national championship again." Ah, they bang us after the season. Big deal. Jim Harbaugh is going to be at Michigan for life. What do you think the chances of that are? What do you think? Chan- you can't be honest. You, it, you come here, I would guess, because you get the truth on this show. There's no spin, whether it's my team's Notre Dame, the Bears, the Cubs. You're always going to get the spin here. Wasakowski coming in here and talking a bunch of junk about the Detroit Red Wings signing Patrick Payne. <laughs> that's exactly why he does it, right? But you at some point as a fan. Can you please put on your, your 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 thinking cap and take off your emo Jimmy Butler hat, right? Take off your fanatic. I'm burning my diploma. What do you understand, guy? Do you hear yourself say you're going to burn your diploma, your education you worked so hard for and paid so dearly to uh, to attain? You're going to burn that thing because they're not in a, a P five conference. I like. I, Piece of advice, maybe make a copy first. Do you hear the shit that comes out of your mouth, dude? I, I it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. Bryce Martin, Texas Tech will play Washington State in place of Oregon. Oregon will play the Civil War instead. Civil War's uh, intact and they're committed to it. And I love it. I love it. Oh, but life is over at Oregon State. Apparently, somebody forgot to tell, you know, the, the folks at Nike in Oregon that it's over. Um, please. Katie Raider, exactly, Monty. They can be like most UT fans and head to Walmart for a new T-shirt.
0: Damn, bro, that is well played. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a hell of a shot, Katie. Way to go, uh, Cam. Love the show, Tim. Thank you. You're uh, Cam. Love you. Love you, friend. Um, let's see, James. I'm so excited that the Cotton Bowl is getting renovated. I promise, once the construction starts, to do updated videos. Dude, are you? Can I ask just a question, as I James, have done updates on James, SMU's construction. Dude,
0: are are am I confused or are you using the comments section to promote your channel? I mean, that's James, fine, but I'm just
2: curious. Why do you like why are you passive aggressive? Why don't you just come out um, and say, "Hey everybody here, can you please follow me on YouTube? I have a I have a YouTube channel where I I give you video tours in uh, of of college football stadiums." Yay! And actually NFL stadiums too. Just come out and promote yourself. I promise to update videos. Nobody has any idea that you have a channel where you give people video tours of stadiums. I, I, I you know, right? our our coattails, man. Yeah, dude. When you're a have not like Oak State, you gotta have some kind of happiness. In Damn your life.
0: dog. <laughs> bro that was that
2: was cold-blooded bro like that was uh, that was cold-blooded clean, come on. clean come on that was amazing it was that was funny come on uh sean rollins says buckshot please i hey get him in the in, in the description below you guys there is there is a, a link to get you six free buckshots. shots bucky's. Buck, i'm sorry bucky's Uh, Mike Chase. Hey, Mike, how are you? Monty, is BYU considered a have or a have-not based on your opinion? Well, I would have to say they're a have. Gotta think they have the money. They have potentially unlimited resources. Now, we don't get to see the books at BYU, but BYU being owned and operated by the the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints would make you believe that they have a ton of resources should they be allocated. I also think that uh, you know, you look at you look at what BYU has facilities wise. You want to talk about facilities? Top of the mountain, mm-hmm. home field advantage, practice facility, broadcast facilities, second to none. Content creation facility, second to none. Promotion, advertising, Jerseys. marketing, relationship with Nike, relationship with ESPN. They're a have. There's there is no doubt about it. They're a have.
0: And I think they're a great example of being a have in a way that that may not even be related to winning games. Yeah. I, I mean, you you look at BYU and their their path has largely been on the legs of the ESPN relationship because if they didn't have that, they would be a have not in my opinion. I mean, I you agree. haven't won enough. I agree.
2: Uh, Aaron Wilson gifted a Monte Show membership. <laughs> Go, baby. Uh you you dub fan jim says pro union, Monty. You're the man. I am pro union. I have been in many unions in my life and I am pro union. <coughs> use self-checkout. <coughs> uh, don't use self-checkout. <laughs> don't don't be a don't be a dirty millennial who rarely showers. That's you know what know that's like, like these Then you if you're a dirty millennial who rarely showers or a hundred thousand a guy who makes a hundred thousand dollar more in Gen Z, you're the ones that steal from self-checkout. Go ahead. Wait, is
0: that true? Millennials are making that much more than Gen Z. No, shut up
2: millennials don't make money you guys don't make money yeah we're degenerate. you can't afford to get married you can't afford to, to, to buy know. houses you have tons of credit card debt and frankly you're just not that good looking oh god why couldn't i be born in the 80s <laughs> <laughs> okay the most awesomest chris for 10 are you city society clothing Oh, no, I'm sorry. Drama City Society Clothing. Okay. That's cute. Uh, Facts matter anymore? Oh, God. Uh, Louisville's offense. Oh, man, another Florida State fan. Go ahead. Go ahead. God damn it. We did so well. Louisville offense and defense is ranked higher than Bama's, but FSU didn't get uh, credit for beating them with third-string QB. Oh, yeah, Louisville was the SEC best non-con win this year. Who cares about non-conference wins, God? God, ma'am, I know you can hear me. Ma'am, I know. It, it, well, hello. I'm making a reference to God being a woman. Anyway, my point is. In God's name, image, and likeness. Stop talking about non-conference wins. Nobody gives a shit.
0: non conference okay? wins have nothing to do with Jordan Travis is like. I'm just
2: curious. Florida State fan. Just, <laughs> Hear me out. I'm just, uh, listen, I'm <laughs> here. I want
1: you to listen to me.
2: I'm here for you. I'm actually not. I'm not here for you at all. But I. Too bad. Just a question. Because you hate Florida with a passion. How good was that Utah win over Florida this year? Oh, that's right. It wasn't very good at all. God and, bless. At the end of the year, was it consequential? Oh, the Pac-12 got to win over the SEC. What did that mean? I'm, just, I'm asking for a friend asking for a friend what did that mean dude non-conference wins do not mean anything nothing how do you get an auto bid well you know monty that the auto bid for the best non-conference win of the year yeah who got that auto bid just i know curious. risa did your mom get that auto bid <laughs> 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 what what, the, what does it matter yeah what i, if, I, 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 I w- w- it's
1: what the fuck like does one thing have to do with the other?
2: Right? like I, I'm asking, oh man, hey, Oak State, holy crap, they beat ASU. There's a quality win. Kenny Dillingham, how are things for you in Tempe, sir? I knew today would be shitty. It doesn't mean anything. It it it, it quite literally is throw it on the table and pull out a measuring tape. Indeed. Can you measure it? Congratulations on being a six-inch human being. I don't care.
1: <laughs> tell me how
2: you did in conference. Tell me how you did in the conference championship game. Oh, you didn't make the conference championship game. <laughs> <laughs> You're not it Doesn't matter. Now, here's the dirty truth. Oh, well, Louisville, they're not comp They beat Notre Dame. What it tell me how much that Notre Dame game impacted the game that you guys played. Florida State and Louisville. No, it didn't. It, that's right, it didn't. Um, it it doesn't mean anything, dude. And, and the thing that Florida State fan, how can I get you to understand this? Stop telling me you're better than Alabama because you're not.
0: Even when you're
2: healthy. Jalen Milrow is a better quarterback than Jordan Travis when they're both healthy. If And I'm sure that you didn't bring yourself or lower yourself to watch Alabama football. I totally get it. Jalen Milrow is one of the best stories in college football. Best. You don't have to like it, but you better learn to love it because you're out and Alabama's in. And it's justified. No rules or process were broken. And I'm tired of the, well, our non-con schedule, Monty. We beat Connecticut State University oil change of institutions. Nobody cares, dude. Nobody
1: cares. Concept, you and your sticky fingers Man. probably find
2: hard to grasp. Like, I, And I'm I'm trying. I'm trying, Florida. And this is what I say to Oregon State fans. Listen, I understand there's a lot of pain. I understand there's tightness in the groin today. I, I, you're probably still at Florida State. You're probably still looking at pictures of Jen Sturger and low cut shirts. I'm with you. I get it. You're going to do any, yeah, you're going to do anything you have to do to get over the fact that Jordan Travis suffered an injury and it cost you a bit in the college football playoffs. Stop
0: crying like a little girl.
2: And it sucks. That doesn't make you better than Alabama because you're not. It doesn't make you more deserving than Alabama because you're not because guess what nobody cares what you deserve it's not about what you deserve the reality is your best players hurt and the college football playoff committee is allowed to consider that in the selection process I appreciate the ten dollars but when you run out at me uh FSU didn't get credit for beating them with a third string quarterback Bro, how many yards did your third-string quarterback have passing? And here's the part. <laughs> and listen, let's just get medieval on that ass. Here's the part you don't want to talk about. I'm going to get medieval on your ass. Put Florida State on the field with Alabama. Defenses are pretty pretty even, aren't they? Hey,
0: wasn't there another program this week that was shaking in their boots on video when they found out they had to play Bama? Michigan. So, let me get this right. Florida State fan thinks... That because you went undefeated in a weak ass ACC, that you're going to roll out against Bama. So let me get this right. By that logic, then since 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 you think you could be
2: Bama, then you should handle Georgia. But I, right, I, I'm 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 just asking you if you put yourself on the field with Alabama. Do you think Jalen Milroe is going to pass for more than 55 yards?
3: Yes, yes, yes.
2: I, I'm just asking, and here's my point. Do you really think Louisville's defense is better than Alabama's defense? You really believe that? No, they're not. It's not close. Bama's defense is arguably the best in the country because they just beat what was supposed to be the best defense in the country. The best team. And the thing that you don't want to talk about is your third-string quarterback threw for 55 yards in a conference championship game. And if Louisville's quarterback hadn't just been as bad... If he had just been serviceable, you'd probably lose that game. You really are going to stand on your offense and talk to me about how your third-string quarterback did? What do you think he would do against Alabama's defense? With a month to prepare for you. Come on, dude. Just be – Um. Okay, there you go. There endeth the lesson. Thanks for the
0: tip, dude.
2: I appreciate the $10. I do. And I I encourage you to – I've yet to hear a reasonable take as to why they should get in. I encourage you. To continue to come up with crazy stuff like Louisville's offense and defense is ranked higher than Bama's. Okay, it's a hell of a drug. Well, I mean, why don't why don't we let let's just pretend in some world that only you're living in. Why don't we look at Louisville's schedule? Nah, you don't want to do that. What? Did she, they're 7 and 1 in the ACC and This case I mean, is empty. you look at that Georgia Tech and Murray State win. You think their offense benefited from a fifty-six to nothing win? Oh no, their defense did too. That's right. Good call. Empty. The opposite of full. Oh, shit, they're non-con scheduled. They beat Indiana. The, uh, Indiana was in the the Big Ten champion. Well, and they're one of the best teams in the country, right? But Indiana, they're terrible. They were not good this year. Boston College, <laughs> holy! Ca- Boston College, oh, won three bad. games. My they, bad.
0: I got confused. You're a hockey powerhouse at Boston College. 3 games
2: they won. North Carolina State? Oh, 9 and 3. That's a quality win. Notre Dame? That's not a quality win. That's a pretty average team. How about that Pitt? How about that win? you guys beat the hell out of Pitt, right? Like you guys just th- Oh wait. The University of Pittsburgh who won two games. One Minnesota. of them One of them was against Louisville. parade? So, wait,
0: a two-win team beat the team that you struggled to beat. Duke.
2: Duke is Duke. Four and four in conference, you guys. uh, Your mighty Louisville beat Duke. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, five and three in conference. A 500 football team, six and six. Even if they do walk in to enter Sandman. Virginia at three and nine. Miami. The University of Miami at three and five. One of the most (laughs) disappointing teams in the country. 38-31. 38 to 31. Ho oh, ho man. Uh Kentucky and Florida State Louisville lost back to back. And again, I just remind you that, that that scintillating offense at at with Brock Glenn, who went eight of twenty-one.
1: <laughs> who the <laughs> f is that? 55 guy?
2: 55 yards and he averaged Bro. 2.6 yards per attempt.
0: Bro, you said eight of 21 for 55?
2: And he averaged 2.6 yards. And you think that that cat can beat Michigan? Have you watched Michigan football one time this year? Have you? And listen, I understand that Free Harbaugh is not the greatest quarterback in the country. That'd be he's, America's team. He's better than Brock. Brock Glenn with two ends, not one. <laughs> not, that's not Brock Purdy. That's Brock Glenn with two ends, not one. Right. Michigan, I believe, would steamroll you even if you had a month to prepare. Stop. Get out of here. Like, it's so frustrating to me that you just can't be, can you just be a realist about it? Oh, and then you want to give us five more dollars. Bama almost lost to USFC. It's that It's that one it's that one word, that one word that makes such a big difference in a young man's life.
1: <laughs> it is what it is.
2: Almost. Doesn't count. Auburn got stomped by New Mexico State. What does that have to do with Alabama? Who cares? You, like, under, you understand that the Iron Bowl is one of the most hotly contested games every single year.
0: And hold on. You, you want to you talk about teams getting stomped, but then when you play some terrible schedule, you want to say that, my God, we beat the best competition in the land?
2: What do you mean? Your you're, I mean, congratulations on directional Alabama. Good Lord. But if it... No. Florida State's a good team. Florida State's a good... The fact that as a Florida State fan, you think the way in is to come in and rip Alabama. And I'm not even an Alabama fan. No, God. You're out of your mind. Oh, and then you give us five more dollars. You're out of your freaking mind! The ACC 11 bowl teams, the SEC 8 teams, fact over opinion... Well, okay, so <laughs> fact so,
0: over opinion. The oh,
2: fact that your ACC got 11 teams in bowl, You think that means you're a better conference? Yeah, that's cuz that's what you're saying. You're saying that because you have 11 teams in you're a better conference. <laughs> <laughs> are are you are you serious? Dude. So if you're a better conference, why are you guys trying to destroy the ACC to get out? Because it's a great conference. Because it's not a great conference. It's a basketball conference. And the truth of the matter is, it's a weak-ass football conference. And you guys beat up on each other. And you play directional Alabama, right? Now we can get into your schedule. Where you're quality win over LSU. Southern Miss. So now we've played directional Mississippi and directional Alabama, Um, Very directional. Boston College, Clemson, who you, You? oh, man, Alabama almost lost it. What about you guys almost losing to Clemson? We built this program on NIL. Who I would remind you was 500 in the conference. Oh, but this conference is amazing. Uh, Virginia Tech, Syracuse, Duke. Wait, are we talking football or basketball? At Wake Forest, at Pitt. Miami directional Alabama, Florida and Louisville in the conference championship game what happened to that Florida game by the way, where you got oh man, you almost beat you almost lost to Florida what happened in what happened in that game just out of curiosity when when you had to have when you had to have a field goal in a long run in the fourth quarter just to win the game because you were trailing going to the fourth quarter oh um No, facts don't matter, bro. Facts over opinions. The ACC is not better than the SEC, and if you think it is, you really don't know football. But please, keep paying us. And I know, well, it's not even that. Like, I appreciate you tipping us. I appreciate you supporting the show. Have a level-headed conversation. Saying something like, the ACC's a better conference than the SEC tells me that you're just being an emotional Florida State fan. Because there's not anybody on this earth who believes the ACC is better than the SEC. I will, I will die on that hill. I will take any. You look at the bottom of the SEC and the bottom of the ACC. You look at the 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 dregs of society in the ACC, especially in football: Boston College, Syracuse, Pittsburgh, Virginia, and Wake Forest. Because it's garbage. Okay. Okay. You look at those teams, and and then we go to the bottom of the SEC, and we look at okay, let's talk about Arkansas, Mississippi State, uh, Vanderbilt, zero and eight. I'll give you Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt. I don't know that Vanderbilt can beat a team in the ACC. That's 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 a baseball program, sir. But if if you want to if you want to be real about it, do you do you really think that South Carolina can't finish in the middle of, near the top of the of the ACC in football? I think they can. Their losses were Tennessee, Florida, Missouri, and Texas A&M. Now, that might not seem like a whole lot to you, but remember, bowl eligibility counts in Texas A&M 7-5, and, and they're going to a bowl. Texas A&M's not good at all. So it doesn't matter if they're bowl eligible. If you're not bowl eligible, you probably should fire your coach, unless you're Baylor and then Dave Aranda has a lifetime contract. <laughs> Hey, what you you can't even I don't know why I'm giving you so much breath. Eric Wasikowski, lol. I've suffered 20 plus years of disappointment. I deserve the trash talk time. You do. You do. I mean, you're you're named after a really your stadium arena is named after a really crappy pizza company. And
0: Pavel's not walking through
2: that door anytime soon, bud. you know, Stevie Y. Uh, how about Calford is have or have been Calford's interesting Matt Ritson. Cal and Stanford's a have. Stanford's got Dude, the things that they do with $100 bills at Stanford would blow your mind. Cal is broke. They're destitute. Cal and Washington State are two of the most broke-ass programs in the business. So Cal's a have-not. Cal's not joining the, the elites of the elites. There's just no way. There's no way. You give us five more dollars. Michigan had 60 yards passing versus Penn State. Who cares? They're the number one team in the country. Any questions? Anybody? See, and if you're, you're new to the show, what have I said about the Big Ten all year? It's one of the worst conferences in the country. It's a joke. Penn State, complete fraud. It's a joke. Penn State's not good. They're very mid- so now you're going to try and run Michigan at me. Michigan played nobody until the last two weeks of the year. And then really they they played nobody. And that then you throw in Iowa. and Because Iowa doesn't play offense. Every time Iowa gets the ball, they just punt it right back to Michigan. And you know, um, the Big Ten is not a good football conference today. Now, next season, that's a different story. But they still have a better schedule than you
0: they beat ohio state and penn state even though penn state's average still a better fo- still a better schedule than you
2: fsu eight wins versus bowl teams okay so again i'm just i'm asking and i i'm asking for <laughs> you know what i'm going to say <laughs> how many wins are you willing to hang your is clemson a great win for florida state well
0: florida state fans going
2: to say yes now what you should be saying is we're undefeated and we're a really good team because you are. You're new to the show. You don't know what I've said about Florida State. You're a really good team and it sucks. I feel bad for you that you're in this position, but you you were not screwed. There was no injustice and Ron DeSantis should not burn a million dollars of your money. It's dumb. You're not winning. And let, let me just add. Let's say you take that million dollars and somehow you win a lawsuit. What's your price? You know. You think Alabama's going to hand you the national championship? Is that what you think? Nick Saban's going to drive it to, to Tallahassee. Is that what you think is going to happen? What's your price? Million bucks we won in court. That's not going to feel good either. <laughs> You're going to be hollow inside until next year when you get in the college football playoff. Because there's 12 teams. And then guess what? Had there been a twelve-team playoff, you'd be in this year. Oh, that's right. You guys voted against it. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. Part too. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> like, you, like you're. I understand. It, it's miserable. You you have blue balls. I get it. I get it. Go home. Look at pictures of Jen Sturger like every other normal Seminole fan does. <laughs> Seminole. It's kind of an interesting word. Anyway, the it's point stomach. is, go home. Stop complaining. And ju- I, I get it. I am lay on the floor in a fetal position. I don't recommend sucking your thumb. It's bad for your mental health. The It's okay to cry, man. It's okay to be frustrated. I feel you and it sucks, but what are you going to do to change it? You want to come on a sports talk show that one of the top 5% sports talk shows on YouTube and bitch about please do. I appreciate that. It's better than the spam texts. I keep getting from, I've graduated from. I've. <laughs> fuck me. I've graduated from ten spam phone calls oh, now to like ten spam texts. Dude, yes, yes. Good lord. Uh, DK for five dollars. Oklahoma State would uh, even beat FSU right now. Uh, no, well, they probably would. Ollie Gordon's the greatest running back yeah, anybody's ever you know. seen. Uh, now imagine what Texas, Washington, and Alabama would do. Ali, do you guys understand how good Alabama is versus was? Do you understand how – and Florida State fan doesn't want to talk about this either. And I know, again, you guys don't watch any other games but your own. Alabama football in August, you're right. You should be in over them. Alabama football in middle of October to today, you have no chance. Nick Saban's a better man than you. It's not close. Their offensive line is twice as good as they were, and Jalen Milroe again, is a revelation. One of the best stories in college football. Lopes fan, Gabe, a member of the show for almost a year. Let's go, Gabe. Let's go. Let's go. FSU fan is clearly still in the bargaining stage of grief. Halfway to acceptance. Keep going, Knowles fan. You'll get there eventually. (laughs) (sighs) Oh. The most awesomest, Chris, gives us two more dollars. Look at the Michigan schedule please. I just told you what the Michigan schedule was. They scrimmaged all year. Their coach was suspended for 3 hours, 18 hours this season. Fine Steeler guy. And their 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 schedule sucks. Too. Like their schedule is not good.
0: But the problem is is that they still have bigger wins on that awful schedule than you do. That's the problem. They do. Ohio State is a better win. Again.
2: They're- Penn State is a better win. East Carolina. And the other thing is, they boat raced people. They, they like it wasn't close. I mean, 30 to three, 35 to seven, 31 to six, 31 to seven, 45 to seven, 52 to 10, 52 to seven, 49 to nothing, 41 13. Penn State in happy ending Valley. They beat the Fighting Paternos 24 to 15 in what I've been told the playoff committee thought was a very impressive win um without sign steeler guy on the sideline mm-hmm. uh maryland 31 24 at maryland ohio state or excuse me the ohio state uh 30 to 24 and then they crushed iowa 26 to nothing they kicked people's ass
0: so it is a crap schedule they have two better wins than you but they're dominating that
2: opposition they're not having to struggle to beat people and Here's the other thing that I say. How many times am I going to have to repeat this? How you win as is important as winning. And when you struggle against Clemson in a year where Clemson is almost a laughingstock, when DJU went to Oregon State and dominated, and Dabo doesn't want to use the portal or do NIL, it's not a good look. And then your your best player, who was a Heisman Trophy candidate, breaks his ankle. And you put up 55 yards passing in a conference championship game. How you win is just as important as winning. And you did not win well. Michigan went just pure scorched earth on Iowa. I don't think Iowa ran an offensive play in that game. I could. I might be wrong about that. I would have to go back and check the box score. Well, they They, scored a bunch of
0: points, right? They did, but...
2: Oh. Uh, Maury Alvarez, who's been a member of the show for 11 months. Let's go, Maury. Let's go, Maury. FSU, get over yourselves. You'll lose to Georgia. Yeah, and
0: then what are you going to say then, dude? What are you going to say then when you get boat raced by Georgia? Hands emoji down.
2: That's cruel. I just... Florida state fan. I really feel for you. I do. I truly do. Um, angry. OSU fan is back in on Twitter. Oh, he said, F you, we are a top 25 team. And you're telling us we deserve to be relegated. No, I didn't say that. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. Who said deserve my friend. Nobody said deserve what, like, what are you, what are you talking about? This is what this is the thing that I don't understand about Florida State fan. Who said deserve to be to be relegated? Who who said that? Nobody. And by the way, you weren't relegated. Nobody like Oregon State fan, college football fan is so interesting. Oregon State fan, Washington State. The last Washington, I think Washington State fan knows Kirk Schultz is a is a buffoon. Mm -hmm. But Oregon State fan. Michigan fan, like fighting for Jim Harbaugh when Jim Harbaugh hasn't denied what he did?
0: Ohio State fan, certainly.
2: Ohio State fan, no doubt about it. Uh, Like, you're just, you're just, come on, man. Can't help you, dude. Can't help you. It's fine. I I just think that it is very interesting. Uh, Angry OSU fan also says, I'm vengeful. I want college football and everyone connected to it to burn in hell for what they've done to my school. That includes morons like you. In God's okay. name, Man. image, wow. and dude, likeness.
0: Now that you've got that out in the open, now we can have a productive
2: conversation. It's amazing. Buckeye G. They've already asked oh. students to donate. Eventually, it will be surcharged to go to school. It will be added to tuition. You're probably right. You are probably right. I don't even doubt that. Dub Fan Jim. Another spam text. Dude, Another. They, sp- they love you, dude. They can't deliver my package. Yeah, you're uh, picky. The,
0: oh,
2: oh, oh. UW fan, Jim, he really can't do much worse versus Bama. No, that's true. AAR, and what happens if FSU Seminoles beat Georgia? Oh, that would be chaos. Y'all about to fuck this up. I it, That would be, I would actually love that. Oh, I'm that'd not be great a, for the show. Well, it'd be bad for Dodge and Team SRT, but, <laughs> you know, that would be amazing. Mike Smith, it would appear that this month or week's Monty show trigger word is FSU. <laughs> The, the safe word is no, I don't. I'm not going to make that. I almost made a joke. That's not good. Um, Timeout. Monty and Jake are intelligent. I like that they push back. I enjoy back and forth. We have, I respect them. Thank you,
0: James. Real quick, dude. Real quick. Just, just a little piece of advice saying timeout doesn't actually <laughs> stop the clock. Okay.
2: Or FSU fan. <laughs> <laughs> timeout, FSU fan. James here, loyal and true. <laughs>
3: True. (laughs) Hi, this is James. Welcome
2: back. I love you, bro. Oh, whoa. Comment up. OG Gary, ACC implosion near. Thanks to Florida State. And that's one of the great hypocrisies is that Florida State has worked so hard to undermine the lawful process that formed the ACC. And now they're like, well, you guys tried to screw us by not following the process.
1: Because it's illegal.
2: What process? That's not the point. You didn't follow the rules. Okay, what rule was broken?
0: That's bullshit.
2: That's not... I'm not here to talk about the exact rule. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. I love when, like, Michigan fan was like, hey, man, there's a process in place, and you got to follow it. Okay, well, here's the process, and it looks like Tony Petiti followed it perfectly. So...
1: Yeah, we're not making any changes.
2: Okay. Boss Frog, uh, could it be the reason TCU raised their tuition to 61K a year? Damn, dude. That's a lot of... Dude. Did you guys hear what he just said? It costs $61,000 to go to Texas Christian University. What are we doing?
0: That probably costs more than Alabama's team playing to the college football playoff.
2: How many kids are in decades worth of debt to go to university in this country?
0: For a piece of paper.
2: It's so frustrating. Uh, Brandon Butler, the safe word, as always, is meatloaf. The safe word is meatloaf. (laughs) Okay. Katie Raider with a $0.99 uh, cent super sticker. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Freedom lies is being bold. Katie Raider, freedom lies in being bold. Okay. Okay. There you go. I can read too. Occasionally. Thank you. Uh, James, FSU has excellent facilities. <laughs> we'll have a new IPF soon. Beat Georgia and prove that you're elite. There you go. Indoor practice facility.
0: New videos.
2: You know, I it, the, again, I will just repeat. And this goes for everybody but Michigan, because screw you. You guys cheated. It's a wee fence. Florida State, victim of circumstance. Oregon State, Washington State, victim of circumstance. Calford, victim of circumstance. It's not right, but it's
0: reality. I have to say I don't agree they're a victim of circumstance when it comes to the ACC. You're a victim of you made a bad choice. You should not have gone to the ACC. But,
2: But Stanford and Cal had no other choice. They had no other choice. They were, they apparently were presented with no other choice. Right. Right. Allegedly. Nobody is, nobody is questioning the veracity of what Jonathan Smith had built in Corvallis. It sucks. But burning your diploma? And if you don't know that story, we, I I think it was Kyle, the Oregon State fan, came on the show and said, I'm so pissed about the scheduling alliance. I'm burning my diploma and all of my jerseys with it and I've canceled my season tickets. Okay. Don't watch them on TV. I won't. That's, do you hear yourself? And I agree with Ops Van Gaid. You're in the the stages of grief. And it's okay. You are laying, you are cuddling your toilet on a cold, cold ceramic tile floor, sir. You're probably laying in your own urine. And, And I understand how terrible that can be. Let's just hope that you don't wake up with your face stuck to that ceramic tile and dried urine. Because if you burn your diploma, isn't that what you're doing? Right in the, in the crease of your mouth, like that's what you're doing. That's probably too much and too graphic. But my point is... <laughs> <laughs> the cold tile portion was probably, we'll put it over the top. So I was dating a girl way back in the day. Oh, Okay. And we're at a house party. And I mean a large house party. And I don't... This must have been 1997. So I was four years old. Something like that. Right. Anyway, me and the hoes are at this house party. And when I say the hoes, I mean all the guys I played baseball with. Because that's all they were. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not even really dating this girl. And she's like, ah, ah. I don't feel good. Okay, so we go outside. She throws up in a bush. Not, okay. not her own house, but anyway. <laughs> she stands up out of that bush, and she's like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and about three blocks away, there was a steak and shake. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, oh, my- We're going into the steak and shake. <sighs> she threw up all over the garbage can. Oh, Let's go through the drive-through, okay? What an idiot! We're waiting in the drive-through. And what? What kind of car are you driving? Are we in the Pinto, or what are we looking at? MR2. No, I want to say I was driving a. Was it a Diplomat or a, a Dodge something? I don't know. a Ram, not
0: a Dodge. Okay, got something it. Like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so we're in this drive-through. <laughs> no, it was an Acura Integra. Damn. Honda she, guy, okay. She had an accurate integrity. Were you driving or she was driving? I was she was hammered. Well, I'm
0: just asking a question. No,
2: I'm the square. I've never been a big drinker. Anyway, uh, so we're in the drive-thru at Steak and Shake. Dude, the she threw up in the side pocket of the passenger door. What? Oh, it was amazing. What? what? And what did I do? I took her back to her house and <laughs> put her. Oh, my bad put her in the bathroom with a blanket, went and slept on the couch. Perfect gentleman. Woke up the next morning, she had thrown up on that blanket and was stuck to her face. Oh, (laughs) dude. (laughs) She was unamused. Oh my God. She was unamused. She was unamused. Axe said they had drive-thrus back then. Yeah, back in the 50s, we had drive-thrus. Yeah, we did. That was before the college football playoff was a thing. I will never forget that. I will never forget that. Uh, Thank you, Katie Rader. Uh, Let's see. James says, FSU was Metro Conference from 76 to 91. It's time for Oh, what are you talking about, man? Of the seminal fluid with... Jay. Bro, did you just say the, the seminal State? fluid? Yeah, their, the gone. fluidity of their program. Oh, my bad. My bad. Okay. Um, From the Metro had Cincy, Georgia Tech, Louisville, Memphis State, St. Louis. Bro, what are you talking about, man? And the Green Wave of Tulane. The ACC was an upgrade from the Metro Conference. <coughs> but yet Florida State <coughs> still found a way to fuck that up, too. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> uh. uh. Oh, my God. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, SMU, victims of their own success. Bro, do you see all the money our alums have? Look at this collective. Hey, guys. guys. Please. Please. Wait, did Florida State buddy disappear? I guess so. I don't know, man. He don't want, you know. Metro booming. You guys remember the old Metro Conference basketball? Unbelievable. Um, It is what it is. Uh, Let's see. A couple more, because then we got to get to this Pat McAfee story. Uh, I think I know that girl, Stupefied said. <laughs> Here's the worst part. I can't remember her name. And I want to. I just can't remember it. I cannot remember it at all. Mike Smith, the seminal fluid at Notre Dame are unparalleled. BYU as well. BYU. That, uh, the, um, no, we're not doing that. Uh, Royal Blue Saguaro, eating dinner with Monty's show was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think I have had more people I have been with throw up in fast food restaurants. I was I, I was, <laughs> oh my god! I haven't thought about this story. I was with a kid named uh, Adam, or was it Steve Wichter? <laughs> we worked at Baker Shoes together. He threw up all over. Um, oh, the it just went right out of my head. The Mini Burger Place. In Scottsdale, the new one, Napa Mike, we went with. Oh my god, Uh, the White Castle. White Castle. We were at a White Castle near Wrigley Field. This cat threw up all over like three tables. I will never forget the manager of that White Castle yelling and screaming at us, and he's trying to get he and we had been to. I it was the Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds. I remember it. And you walk down the street. At, and I not Addison. Is it Addison? Could be Addison. I can't remember now. You walk down the street to the White Castle, and he was hammered on old style beer. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he threw up all over that White Castle. He's getting yelled at by this lady, this a, a white woman that just was so pissed. That's what fucking ticks me the fuck off. And he is wearing. Reebok foam bottom shoes. Trying to get out of his own vomit on the floor. Dude, and just running like he's Scooby Doo.
0: Dude. Oh, that
2: was amazing. That was that was this, this Again, I I lived with a bunch of hooligans. We went to a a restaurant at Hawthorne Mall called John's Garage. Let's go somewhere And we're just sitting there eating dinner, and one of our baseball friends showed up. We were all roommates. He showed up. And I don't even think he was drunk. I think he was sick. He threw up in a booth under a table and left it there. The booth. It was, oh, my God, the vomit stories I have. The vomit stories I have. Um, Go balance. Terrible meat to uh, bun ratio. James says, what... If you want quality food, you go to Five Guys. White Castle is cheap and greasy. I'm a huge Five Guys fan. Agreed. Uh, Vernon, once someone starts spitting the vomit, follow closely behind. Oh, (laughs) 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 We're going back to the scene of one of my crimes. We're going to Vegas in a couple of weeks here. Yes. Man, I threw up all over the Palms bathroom. Oh, my God. On your 21st birthday. Yes. Nine years ago, <laughs> I vomited all the over. The
0: iconic, oh. the memorable, the infamous oh. moment of Monty returning yes. to the set of the show. Yes,
2: giggity. Can't tell puking stories without telling the classic Vegas hey, Okay, go unit. ahead. Go ahead. Okay, got real to. quick. In a nutshell, we're in Vegas for the Las Vegas Bowl. And Jake's 21st birthday happened to coincide. We did a deal. I sold a deal to the Palms Resort Hotel and Casino. Me, Will Smith, Ben, Napoleon, Wilson, J- and Jake. Jake and, I, Jake and I had our own room. Mm-hmm. Slept in separate beds. Thank you. Um, <laughs> his 21st birthday. We go to Mastro's Ocean Club.
0: I'll never forget when we first roll up to the bar at Mastro's Ocean Club. Beautiful Hawaiian bartender. Yes,
2: that's just, right.
0: Just, uh, Just a wizard
2: with drinks. We order, like, straight martinis. And I think I probably had, what, six or eight? On the night, yeah. I probably had five before we went to the table for Mm -hmm. dinner. Yeah. (laughs) New York strip, shrimp, mashed potatoes. Potatoes. Butter cake. The butter cake is what does you in. Because you have really
0: quality food in, like, the steak and the potatoes. But you work in that sugar from the butter cake, and you're in trouble.
2: Get in an Uber, go back to the hotel, hammered. Walked in the hotel. Ben Wilson is winning tons of money at the craft um, table. It's like, hey, Monty, come on over. I'm like, hey, Monty. <laughs> I remember we walked in and he's yelling for me to come over because he's got bank. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Go up to my room. I'm like, okay, I got plenty of time. Don't have to get up until five o'clock to do the show. I'll you know, I'm, we're in a good place. I'm good. Go upstairs. Go to bed. Pass out. Wake up at four and just. Vomit my ass off in the he bathroom. He a sick puppy. Sick. And like just throwing up all over my bathroom in the in the hotel room. I'm like, okay, hey, dude, you, you got this. We're <laughs> Fire intact. and fury. All right, Aqua Velva, we're good to we're go. We're good to go, baby. Woo, little mouthwash, drink some water, wash the face. Okay, get dressed. Pimping ain't easy, but I got it down. I'm for real. Someone's got to do it. Go downstairs. Take all the radio equipment. Set up the radio broadcast in the lobby of the Palms casino.
0: Mhm. You yeah, know, in 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 Vegas at the hotels, they have those bars that are just sort of in the middle of the lobby. So we we were set up in one of the one of the corner booths there. Beautiful setup. Doing the
2: show. Now, all of a sudden you get that one oh. <laughs> you know, throw up in your mouth a little bit, right? A little acid in the back of the throat and you're like, "Get oh. to break
0: as fast as possible."
2: And of course, Will all Smith right. Yeah, Monty in the morning. All right. We'll be right back right here. 1320 K fan, the sports leader. Hey guys, I got to go to the bathroom, get up, go to the bathroom, halfway to the bathroom. There's one of those ashtray on top opening in the side garbage cans. And I'm looking at that garbage can and I threw up in my mouth and I went, <laughs> you know, I like you cover your mouth and I felt it run into my hand. Oh. And almost stopped at the garbage can. I didn't. I kept going because I could see about 50 yards in front of me. The bathroom. I'm a man. I get about half of that 50 yards. <laughs> <clears> throat> Swallow. Throat> I remember swallowing it. The bathroom has a post in the middle when you walk in the door. Mm-hmm. And it's a big rotunda. Mm-hmm. And you walk. I walk left and just projectile vomit all over that wall. Oh. And I am wearing leather, black leather dress shoes, like a $200 pair of dress shoes, wooden bottom, slip sliding in my own vomit. <laughs> Managed to make it to a stall, and I just empty the contents of my stomach into a toilet. Meanwhile, you're doing a live show and you're in break. Flipping, violent, violent, <laughs> eye-watering, <laughs> painful vomiting. And then it's over. And I'm like, I got an adrenaline rush. I mean, I just unloaded my soul and my rectum into that bathroom, right? Like just your entire being. Yes. And I'm like, look at me. Your boy. I'm him. Bless up. We made it. I remember going to the sink, rinsing my face off, washing my mouth out a little bit. Check myself. I'm like, whoo. Okay. Did you get juices is not all over the place. Eyebrows looking good. All right. We're on radio. Hair's fine. I go walking out with a strut.
0: Dude's like pimping ain't easy, but I'm got knock down. Nobody
2: has any idea what just happened.
0: Right. And nobody's going to know because we're not talking about it.
2: Go over. Sit down. They're back from break already. Yeah, It could have been an hour. I have no idea. Sit down. Put on my headset. Jake is sitting on my left. Ben Wilson's and sitting on my on, right. I just
0: want to be clear. I'm not on the show. I'm a spectator. No, he's just hanging point. out. I'm just hanging out.
2: Jake's on the left. Ben Wilson's on my right. Will Smith is in front of me. I'm like, all right. Woo! Hey, boys. <laughs> all right, we're previewing the Las Vegas Bowl, whatever, whatever. And I'm feeling good. And I'm just looking over. And Jake's like,
1: <laughs> you gotta, Jake, so literally, you gotta... Jake's
2: like, <laughs> I'm like, what the? F-? And he's just like. <laughs> and i'm like what the f- what is oh. i look down pimping is clearly not easy when you've thrown up all over your legs in your nice leather shoes this is a code ton of board and i'm not talking about hey did you wet yourself no dude there were chunks <laughs> you know what i have for dinner just look at my shoes it was bad it was and i don't know if they knew i have no idea i don't remember if we <laughs> talked about it or not did the show Went upstairs, changed my clothes, and proceeded to pass out for like nine hours in that Vegas hotel room. (laughs) And I kind of remember, we woke up, and we went down to the food court at the Palms and ate really bad food. (laughs) And then we went right back upstairs, went to bed, woke up the next morning, and drove home. All gas, no breaks.
0: It's an iconic. Honey, how was the trip? Oh, man, it was great. (laughs) That's awesome, dude. No problem. (laughs) And so, so, so. For my Whoa. birthday this year, we're commemorating that memory by going back. Now, we're, I, I don't know where we're staying off the top of my head, but we will be in Vegas and we will be going to Mastros. Just and the,
2: and by, Boss Frog is going to be there. So I don't miss it. I'm not, no, dude. I, are we really going to have more martinis at Mastros? Yeah, dude.
0: Oh my God. I mean, I don't know that we got to have eight, but i am I'm definitely having two <sighs> or three.
2: Dude, that hurt. That hurt. That hurt. Uh, it is. It hurt, dude. It was. What are the people saying? Oh, man. I will never forget that. Uh, what are the people saying? Jeff Woodworth. Butter cake greater than uh Butterface greater than butter cake. No, no, it's not. Dude, the butter cake at Mastro's is next level. Fat Jesus. Eight minutes of puke stories and only 156 likes. Let's go. People. Yeah, be better, dude. Come on, bro. We're entertaining you guys right now. Mike Smith, Monty sporting the chunky peanut butter that day. Oh, oh my god. Dude. And it's terrible because I had on really nice jeans. You did. You were dripping that day, bro. Oh, I threw up all over my left leg. That was that was brutal. That was brutal. Mike Smith, uh, from the day forward, Monty is known in Vegas as chunky legs, truth. <laughs> OG Gary, y'all at the win, I think. No, we're golfing at the win. And uh Boss Frog is a is a baller at the win. Mm-hmm kind of a big deal uh we are we actually are owners in uh we own in a timeshare Mm -hmm. kind of thing it's not really a timeshare we're like oh i want to stay there i'll give you my week over here it doesn't work like that um but we're owners at the weston so yeah but i cannot wait i that is that is 14 two weeks from today Mm -hmm. two weeks from today yeah Ooh. Uh, Ron Nolan, clean up on aisle three and four. And the best <laughs> part was we saw them close the bathroom.
0: Oh, yeah. They had the, whole, they had the yellow floor is wet sign out. Hazmat. Hazmat, oh, yeah. the whole deal.
2: Oh, yeah. Jeff Woodworth, projectile vomit on the wall is just modern art. Absolutely. Have you ever done that? Did do you guys remember? I'm generally the guy, if I throw up, I'm good to go. Like last year when we were in L.A. Oh, my good Lord. Oh, man. And I had, it wasn't last year. It was two years ago now, I guess. We went to Mastro's in Laguna and I had dry aged steak and I threw up for days. I literally days. Both ends, dude. Like top it. So that fucked. was the worst food poisoning I've ever had. Uh Lee Jensen, Jake, you were dripping that day. I I, I dress pretty well when I go out. You I do. do. Lil, Lil Jimmy lost like 60 listeners since the throw up talk. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. We
0: do our own show.
2: So. Uh it's also my B Day on the 18th. Not sure what I want to do. Oh, nice. Happy birthday, dude. Happy birthday. Okay, there you go. We've talked about vomiting. Now, can we, speaking of vomiting, uh, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers versus uh, ESPN versus Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers right here on the Monty Show, as always presented by our good friends at The Advocates, TheAdvocates.com. When you slip and fall in your vomit, make sure you get to TheAdvocates.com. Uh, the best injury attorneys in the business. You guys, we've talked about it a lot with The Advocates, where they just use empathy on a daily basis. They know the pain that you go through when you get hurt at work. And I think so many people trust their companies and trust their boss and trust their employers. We're going to take care of your job's going to be here when you get back. We're going to give you back pay. And okay, you're, and I'm sure that's going to happen. But why don't you get a free consultation? Because it never costs you anything to talk to a lawyer at The Advocates. Never. And you can chat with them online at theadvocates.com and it won't cost you a penny. And hey, if you're in a good spot and the best injury attorneys and workman's comp attorneys in the world tell you, hey, yeah, you're good, great. But if people, if you're getting in a car accident and you're the first thing your insurance people are saying is, hey, I need you to sign this form so we can talk, don't sign the form and don't talk. Call the advocates because you didn't deserve to be in that accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Let them fight for you while you get healthy, let them take your cares away while you get healthy and get back to the best version of yourself. That's what the advocates are all about. Theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty show. Another week of the Aaron Rodgers experience on the Pat McAfee show has led to significant frustration in Bristol. And it was interesting this week, Jake and I saw the interview with Aaron Rodgers, where he spent 40 minutes ripping ESPN. And it was everything from vaccinations to Stephen A. Smith to politics. It was wild, ripping Adam Schefter and others about sourcing. I don't understand why ESPN would have Aaron Rodgers. And I would remind you, they were in studio at the Seaport at ESPN for this week, ripping ESPN mercilessly. And Pat McAfee sat by and watched it happen. And our friends at ESPN tell us that nobody in those walls in Bristol is happy about it. There is frustration, there is consternation, and it just continues to grow with Pat McAfee. And Jake, the question I have, and I think we've asked this on the show before, did ESPN make a mistake bringing on Pat McAfee?
0: I think ESPN, the, the mistake wasn't that you brought on Pat. The mistake was how you brought on Pat. So, so the idea that ESPN put themselves in a situation where Pat McAfee can essentially just run roughshod over ESPN, like, it, he's not an employee of ESPN he he cannot be told what to do he's not that's not the relationship it's a licensing deal so ESPN is paying Pat McAfee to put his show on the network and hey if the two work together and you know they agree that he can do his show for a week from you know at the seaport and all that good stuff okay fine that's that's cool no worries man but but the issue is becoming that Pat McAfee is too prideful he likes himself too much and thinks that he can just do whatever the hell he wants. And this is what I say about pretty much any major sports talk show is that, is that you can, within reason, pretty much talk about anything you want, but if you're going to start bashing the hand that feeds, you're not going to be fed by that hand for very long. And and I don't know the ins and outs of that contract and the specifics of you know, breaking the agreement or termination. I don't even know if ESPN is there yet or wants to do that yet. But what well, I am telling you is that Having Aaron Rodgers on your own set ripping your 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 network is a pretty bad look. And then during that, looping, you know, marquee nameplates like Stephen A. Smith into that is really not a good look. And and I I guess my point here is that Pat McAfee brings an audience and he has a lot of value. I don't dispute that. But what I do dispute is how awkward it is to be ripping ESPN and, you know, all the antics and all the issues and talking about vaccines and all this other stuff that has nothing to do with New York Jet football or Aaron Rodgers' Achilles.
2: And listen, I understand that people want to hear from Aaron Rodgers, but here's here's the real question, in my opinion. Is Aaron Rodgers damaging Pat McAfee? Because I think the things that Aaron Rodgers keeps hitting on, and, like, vaccinations is a great one. Why are we still talking about Aaron Rodgers and vaccinations?
1: Yeah, I've been immunized.
2: He lied. And yet he still keeps going back to, oh, I've been vindicated. Okay, that's cool. But that was two, three years ago now. Why why are we still talking about vaccinations? Why are we still trying to talk about politics? Aaron Rodgers every week talks about politics on Pat's show. Every single week, Aaron Rodgers takes a shot at, at Adam Schefter. Every single week, Aaron Rodgers goes on that show. And as though he is trying to prove a point, he rips ESPN. And I don't understand why Pat McAfee, who is an excellent businessman, allows that to continue. Because it can do nothing but damage Pat at ESPN. Mm -hmm. And the, the real problem is Pat's got a contract. And from what we understand, there's zero editorial oversight from ESPN to Pat McAfee on his show. Now, game day is a different thing. He got reprimanded for the Washington State bombs and all of that. ESPN has zero editorial input on the Pat McAfee show.
0: I I think the trouble too is like it's the best of times and the worst of times. You know, when Pat McAfee trolled Georgia fans on game day before that game and sang the Georgia song and then picked Alabama, like those are the viral clips that that ESPN brought him on to create. Yes, but then at the same time, on your show during the week, you're just you're you're
2: allowing Aaron Rodgers
0: to do all these things, and and, and it, this isn't
2: about. And not only that, you're paying Aaron Rodgers, yeah, to talk about vaccine and politics, and then rip ESPN.
0: I just think Pat is walking a fine line. And again, like I just said, I, I'm not sitting here suggesting ESPN's in a place where they want to cut Pat McAfee. I'm not saying not at that, all. But, but what I am saying is that is that you can't have this big show, the biggest show by most people's regard.
2: Oh, he is absolutely the face of sports talk in this country.
0: So uh, you can't have that level of guy ripping your own network on your own set. Like you I agree. And I don't care if it came out of his mouth or on his show. It happened. It happened.
2: And I think the thing that a lot of people forget, a lot of people forget, I don't, at some point, it doesn't matter how many ratings you have. Because you're not in a ratings business at ESPN. You're in a sales business. Pat McAfee is presented by Verizon. Pat McAfee didn't want a $30 million deal with FanDuel anymore. So he went to ESPN. And what's the first thing he's doing? Pissing off ESPN. Mm -hmm. At some point, don't you learn your lesson out of that? Because the guy is wildly talented. I actually really enjoy his show. I really don't understand the Darius Butler, odd AQ Shipley component of that show.
0: But even if that was your biggest issue, you'd still be fine. Yes. Like, even if that was the biggest problem, like, hey, there's awkwardness with guys like Darius Butler on your show. Okay, fine. Whatever. That's just Pat's show. No big deal. But, but like, I guess my point is all you have to do is not like capsize the boat. Right, like going off the old adage, "Hey, don't rock the boat. Don't make waves, Pat. Don't capsize the boat, dude. Don't let Aaron Rodgers go on for forty minutes about, you know, Johnson and Johnson because you're sitting in New York or his immunized stuff or he believes in free speech in society and he's what, like,
2: undermining Adam Schefter. Jesus, how how are you allowing Pat McAvee to have Aaron Rodgers on the show to undermine? Like One of the things he's done routinely on Pat's show is rip insiders and sources. One of the things he did this week was rip... I don't understand why guys would want to be a source. On, on Zach Wilson, the story this week was that Zach Wilson didn't want to play for the Jets anymore. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to be the starting quarterback. And this was according to sources. And so Aaron Rodgers goes on Pat's show yesterday and it's just ripping people who are sources. Notice he's not saying that it's not true. What has he said? What, and what did he say about Zaki Poo? He said, I've spent a lot of time with the young man. I really like him. He never said it. no time did he say he didn't want to. He never denied it. He used the, well, I don't want to speak for him. So you're saying it's true. What the, And then what did he do? He goes on and says, I don't know why these people want to be sources and talk. Oh, so they told the truth and you don't like that. Adam Schefter's job is to get people to talk to him so he can report the facts. Is he wrong sometimes? Yes. Is it embarrassing that he sent emails to have approved by the the Washington commanders? Yes. (coughs) Yes, it is. Does that mean that Zach Wilson didn't want to opt out of the Jets? No, it doesn't. And so now again, here we are where you're ripping um People, Diana Rossini, for instance, over the summer, who mm-hmm. said, "Hey, Pat wants or um Aaron Rodgers wants his guys." Notice his his guys are on the New York Jets. Did Aaron go back on the Pat show and apologize for that? Nope. Did he go back on Pat show and unrip Adam Schefter? No, all he does all the time is rip Adam Schefter and says he he's he's wrong, but doesn't want to give an exact example of what he's wrong about, like. You can't allow Aaron Rodgers to torch your paycheck and then think that's not going to become a problem. And then when you're on college game day and your ratings are going up, Pat McAfee's ratings on college game day, they're up. There's, it's hard to argue mm-hmm. that what they did is save money and get better ratings. That works every single day in TV. But then you're going to make the mistakes you've made with Washington State and you don't think that's going to be a problem. And then knowing that you you did all that and all the stuff on your show and now people that work on, on game day are still pissed that David Pollock's not there and you are. And you're allowing Aaron Rodgers to come on and rip the network every week and it's pissing people off behind the scenes because the editors and the, the ombudsman have no way to curtail what Pat McAfee's doing. You don't think that's going to cause a grind? And at some point, don't you think that you're going to become the squeaky wheel and they're going to do something to turn that off?
0: And then what happens when you get whacked from ESPN and you try to find a new home? That's going to hurt your negotiating Stance. Oh well, you got let go from ESPN for this or for that. Like we don't want that to happen.
2: And and again, don't get me wrong. I think it was the exact right thing for ESPN to do. Mm -hmm. I watch more ESPN now than I ever have because of Pat McAfee.
0: And by the way, I think he's still in the positive with ESPN, even as much of a pain in the ass as he is. But
2: at some point, he 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 is either going to play nice in the sandbox, or they're going to kick him out of the sandbox. Mm -hmm. Because the other thing you have to remember about Pat is everywhere he's been. Even when he worked for himself, it just got to be too much. The Pat McAfee thing at Barstool, the Pat McAfee thing at FanDuel, the Pat McAfee thing, it always becomes too much. And at what point do you become a liability instead of an asset? And how long is that going to take? That's what I'm curious about. That's what I'm curious about.
0: And it's unfortunate because I think, you know, he, he, he could be. This is what I always say about Pat. You could be a juggernaut in the space. Like, not that you're not now, but it could be even to a further extent. If you would just dial it back just a little bit, like have Aaron on, but don't go down the road of like vaccines and all this uncomfortable stuff. Like just talk football and the Achilles and like, you know, find other ways, like just stay out of the negativity cycle and stay in the, Hey, Aaron Rogers said this. And Aaron Rogers said that, like, that's all you have to do.
2: Yeah. I think it's I just think it's interesting. Um also Boss Frog, you guys hear about the Jacksonville Jaguar employee who stole more than 22 million dollars from the team between 2019 and 2023 using a corporate card? No, I did not hear about that. I did not hear about that. I will have to look at that. I'm interested. See, how does that how did they not have a cart for Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> right? Like I I don't understand You ever notice that the worst organizations are always the worst organizations. Do you know what I mean by that? Like the Washington commanders, terrible team on the field, terrible personnel decisions. Oh, well it turns out also that behind the scenes, their owner was a degenerate and it was pretty much a frat house where women were reportedly not safe. Mm -hmm. That to me is a, that's a problem. That's a problem. And
0: Trevor Lawrence came out and said it was his decision not to use a cart. Cause he thought the walk was shorter than it was that he, you know, just wanted to get off the field and,
2: you know, yeah. I don't know. Where are you seeing that story? Because I do not see that story on the Jags anywhere. I have not seen that story boss frog, but that does that really surprise anybody that no an employee stole money from the Jaguars using a corporate card. That does not surprise me. Not at all. And I, I, I think, Again, you look at the teams that win, they consistent, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Kansas City Chiefs, the 49ers, uh, they consistently make good personnel decisions. Do the Chicago Bears make good personnel decisions? They don't, so they don't win. Um, are there off-field problems with, with teams like the Commanders, the Bears, the Jaguars? There are, constantly. Dallas Cowboys, constantly, constantly. Uh, let's see, Gumby fresh out. Cash is king. It is. Absolutely. Uh, Christopher Parker, Trevor Lawrence said he refused the cart. He did. Do you guys believe he refused the cart? Mm. I don't know if I believe that. And if you guys didn't see the story, Trevor Lawrence has somehow survived this ankle injury. It's a high ankle sprain. Mm -hmm. And he gets stepped on and then falls backwards on his knee and ankle, on his right knee and ankle, and cannot stand up, cannot put weight on it, And he's doing the whole, put your arms around your dudes and they're going to walk you back to the locker room. And people were immediately like, can you guys not afford a cart? What the hell is going on here? So it was so much a controversy. Trevor addressed it in his weekly media appearance. We talked about getting a cart and I was going to get a cart and then I'm standing there and you know, I'm, I'm already on the sideline at that point. The tunnel's right there. I just wanted to get off the field, get out of there. I didn't know what was going on with my ankle. and I felt like I could get off. And I was like, hey, you're good. Just don't bring it out. I'm going in. And then once I got in there, I'm like, this is a pretty long walk, you know, but I, I was already there and they asked again if I wanted a cart, I'm like, no, we're gonna make it the whole way there. I didn't know there was cameras in the tunnel, you know, so that's kind of, they yeah, everywhere, exactly. So, uh, but no, it's, of course we have carts and we have everything we need. And I was the one that, that didn't choose to, to take one, you know, so. I just don't know how you let him walk up the the tunnel. With that, I well, I just, it, that's amazing to me.
0: And I love how they explain it away with, whoa, I didn't know there was I, uh, cameras in the I tunnel, dude. Know. I mean, it's only an NFL game. There's me? cameras everywhere,
2: dude. Me? Come on, guys. I had no idea. Um, Former Jags employee, thank you, Mo. Uh, Boss Frog sent me the story. A former Jags employee is accused of stealing more than $22 million from the franchise from 19 to 23 by exploiting the organization's virtual credit card program. And he used that money to buy, among other things, vehicles, a condominium, a designer watch worth 95 GUR. Some of that money was also allegedly used to purchase cryptocurrency and place bets with online gambling sites. Rough. Amit Patel, who worked for the Jags for five years starting in 2018, is named in documents in U.S. District Court in Jacksonville. The Jags were not named in the federal filing. Uh, But the team confirmed it was the victim of Patel's alleged crimes. Dudes, and I know this is not anything that you guys don't already know. Right. Do you understand just how absolutely pervasive, widespread criminal gambling is in all levels of sport? Whether it is the NFL, where there is no doubt. Team employees are gambling, in my mind. My opinion is, and I know we've talked about this on the show before, but my opinion is there are so many that we don't even know from players, executives, catering people, Mm -hmm. janitors, security guards. The people in the background, people you would never think about. They're gambling. This whole thing today with Charlie Baker and the NCAA, am I the only one that one of the first things I thought of was, oh, boy. Um, I bet you a lot of this is so that gambling suspensions don't happen what do you what do you want to bet no pun intended I would I would feel very strongly in in the positive that these new regulations in this super conference will say nothing at all about gambling mm-hmm. and I think college I think college athletes gamble on a regular basis on a regular basis I think We haven't even seen the tip of the iceberg. There hasn't been a Titanic hitting an iceberg, and I don't care if you're in Iowa or if you're the baseball coach at Alabama. We have not seen the beginning of gambling. Agreed. I think it is pervasive across sports. And now you hear this story from Mo that a Jags employee ripped him off for millions, and part of it was spent on gambling. And how did he gamble? He used cryptocurrency, so it couldn't be tracked. You think other guys aren't aren't doing that? You think other guys aren't having their cousins or but what their... about these
0: guys that took their signing
2: bonus in crypto? Remember that? <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence did that. I, I'm just telling you, it's pervasive, man. And mm, it I'm telling it,
0: you it sets a dangerous precedent to allow teams to or schools and their athletic departments to be in because they bought their way in. Funny we're talking about gambling because they bought their way in. They can create their own rules. That's a dangerous precedent to set. I would
2: guess that in college sports among athletes, 30% of athletes in college, 40% of athletes in college gamble. And I mean, hey, give me a nickel on the T-Wolves tonight. Mm Mm-hmm. That doesn't speak to fantasy sports. That doesn't speak to, because you guys understand that if you are a, if you are a college athlete, you understand you're not allowed to play cards for money. You understand you're not allowed to go out on the golf course and play five bucks a hole. You know, you're not allowed to do that. I got news for you. That happens every day. (laughs) And it, I think it's, I think it's pervasive. I, I mean, it I is. don't know what you're going to do about it. I, no, I mean, no, there's not I don't know. like
0: there's not much to be done about it.
2: Yep. CJ Vance college game day is 1000% better with Pat. And, oh, and no I doubt. I agree with that.
0: I agree with that. But but Pat on game day and Pat on the Pat McAfee show are two different dudes.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Pat understands his limitations on
2: game day. Yep. Uh, Mike Smith, the Bengals ownership was notorious for being cheap. The stories were crazy. They are. Sean Nolan, uh, took the golf cart and medical team also. Yeah, uh, I gambled our medical staff. uh, (laughs) We lost them to Jacksonville Tech High. I think that's HIPAA. Sorry about that. But, hey, you like my watch? Uh, Mike Smith, (laughs) the Bengals' ownership was cheap. Yes, they were. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, Jags' employee was George Santos you know let's not please did you guys please. so george santos the the congressman gets expelled did you guys know he still has full access to the capitol he can go work out in the gym he can eat in the cafeteria <coughs> he can walk the halls the only he can be in the chamber did you guys know that he just doesn't have the right to vote anymore but he has full access he can still be around and how awkward is that <laughs> very like wait we expelled you yeah i know you that can you guys wanna you mind if I s- swap in and get a set done? Just get some bench in. Like, how awkward would that be? Amazing. Connor Stallion's cart repair. Exactly. That's right. Hey, where's Sign stealer guy? Trevor Lawrence's cart's Sign missing. Sign
3: Steeler guy. It's
2: broken down. It's got a flat tire just like Trevor. Right? Like, come on. Bros. Yeah, Boss Frog laughed at Woodworth. Uh Gumby says, I used to gamble on a regular basis it it is gambling's not for everybody i mean I, I think i think everybody thinks they're great at gambling and not many people are it vegas wouldn't be vegas if everybody was good at gambling facts right so facts uh, go balance gambling for the team you may have control over is fine in my opinion against it is entirely a different situation i think when you are see it, i just disagree with that
0: dude I mean, if you're if your team is a dog, right? And and you can make a ton of money on a on a little bit of risk.
2: You're always gonna bet the position that's gonna make you money. Yes. And I I just I don't even think it matters. Wow. Uh Victor Wambanyama just dunked over Rudy Gobert. How soft is Rudy? Rudy Gobert, Gobert, dude? Gobert is like, so soft. Come on, dude. It's unbelievable. He better. It is unbelievable. Joseph Harper, I don't know a $240 million iceberg hit Tucson. Yes, it did. Do you guys think that that was just an accounting mistake or do you think there was impropriety?
0: I think there was impropriety, but.
2: So the story is at the University of Arizona, they've been tight financially because historically, and I think our you Arizona fans would agree with this, Outside of basketball, fans don't go to games. Mm -hmm. Football in particular has been running at a deficit for years. It got even worse during COVID. So because the lack of tickets and concessions, Arizona football had been using cash on hand to pay for athletics because football wasn't putting out. And then they uh, made a mistake and found out that uh, Sheila in accounting put the decimal in the wrong Um, space um, after carrying the two to the second participle, and they are missing $240 million. That's out of the window. Bro. How? They're talking about cutting every sport that is not football, basketball, or involves a stick and ball. That's wild.
0: I, I just to me. to me the thing is is I don't know how you make that kind of accounting error. It's such a big mistake. How does dude, that? How does
2: that even happen? I I don't know. I have no idea. You know, like, yeah, I think it's interesting, dude. I think it's really interesting. I think gambling is pervasive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I am not, I'm not somebody. I love playing cards. I, I I love playing cards. I know more than enough to know that just like in golf. I'm great on the range, dude. I'm pretty good on the course, but if you tell me I will lose, I want to bet you $5 on this hole. I'm probably not going to play well, <laughs> right? Like I just have never been the guy that bets on, on course. I've never been the guy that No. Nah. I love playing cards in Vegas, dude. I just I love don't it. need the the thrill of it. I don't need the no. And now I just don't play because nobody else that I am around. Don't look at me, dude. Enjoys playing. So I don't get to, I don't get to play cards at all. Uh, Boss frog. Amen. Not many sharps exist. We're all squares. Seriously. Mm -hmm. We are, we're all, all of them. Uh, Jeff Woodworth. I'm good at gambling with other people's money. There you go. You know, it's funny. Those who can't do teach, Mm -hmm. like I can teach you how to swing a driver. doesn't mean I can swing a driver. We're at the range the other day. And Jake's like, I just can't figure it out. I'm like, hey, uh, just lengthen your arms. Extend your arms as much as you can. (laughs) (laughs) Can I? Can I? No. Although the other day, I will say, I had a uh, a 328-yard drive, Mm -hmm. something like that. 178 miles an hour. One. One. Never got close. (laughs) Never got close again. We'll see. Uh Gumby Fresh Out. Blame it on Sparky. Forks down. Jeff Woodworth. Uh, but did he choke him out afterwards? <laughs> Don't believe he did. Sean Rollins. Uh, it's like staying in a motel while your team is playing Uncle Status. Okay. Okay. Delaric, someone is going to jail in Arizona. I hope not, dude. I hope not. I really hope not. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out. I want to play cards with Uncle Monty. I'm pretty good. John DeLong, game day sucks and it can't compete with SEC Nation, mostly because SEC Nation has Laura Rutledge. Okay. I think college game day is easily as watchable as it has ever been. The field goal for the student to pay their tuition Mm -hmm. or all that stuff that Pat brings, the fact he does the Pat McAfee show on location every Friday during the season, I, I think Pat is a real asset to ESPN. But at some point, if he becomes a liability and he pisses off enough people, and there's some belief system that Pat has caused some people to leave ESPN, and I agree with that. Now those people are weak as hell, and you don't want you shouldn't be there. Having been there, I can tell you, ESPN raises your game or crushes you. I loved every minute of it, and you know I was a victim of the pandemic uh, at ESPN, but. I can only the tell coronavirus. you, ESPN is a phenomenal place to work, Yes, but it's not for everybody. And I think Pat's very, very good for them. Aaron Wilson, I teach piano better than I can play, and I'm TMEA proficient. Okay. I, I mean, aren't we all TMEA proficient? I believe we are. You it's are, actually right? not that easy, but yeah. for me, it was easy. It was easy. I like poker in Vegas. You can control your money more than other games. I am never playing craps again. Never. I love it, but never stop hitting 15 when the dealer is showing 4. I swear to one of the main things I hate, and I am a blackjack fanatic. I love it. I don't want to sit down at a full table because if one more asshole is like, wow, well, let's see. I've got, I've got 20, but the dealer is showing 17. I better take a hit on 20. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, you know, hey man, will you split these ten these queens for me, please? You're hey man, the dealers <laughs> like you're you're stupid. You- you're not like this this you're guy terrible. I- you would actually do that. But my point is because it's garbage. When the dealers show in 12 and Don't mess it up, dude. Don't mess and- it up. Just let them let them take the hit, man. Dealer showing 16. Let them take the hit, man. Chance. Anyway. Uh, Deliric, game day has been hit and miss this season, but that's better than uh last year's all misses. I think it's time for Lee Corso to mm-hmm. enjoy some more weekend time. Hang it with up, the bro. Family. Hang it up. That's tough. The hell with that. We're sitting at the book. It's bull season. Yes. Now you want to talk about putting a little um Dollaris on a a game or seven. You might be able to convince me of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Full table is donkey. Three, four players is optimal for me. Full table is donkey. Sure words have never been spoken. Just like Bucked Up is the official energy drink of the Monty show. Uh, Make sure that you guys uh, get to buckedup.com. Use the promo code MONTY20. And I will. I need to shout out Mrs. Monty. Up at 510 this morning. We both slept like crap last night, right? Last night, we spent the night like booking travel and wanderlusting. And so we both (coughs) had busy brains all night. We get up this morning. We go to the gym. She hits that bucked up pre-workout. And she puts 25 on each end today. And she was able to do three reps with 25 on each end at the bench press. That's a huge jump for her. Mm-hmm. And this is a woman who was like, I can't bench press an empty bar. It's too heavy. Look at her like building her bench press. And I give it all to, I absolutely give it all to bucked up pre-workout. She bangs it every single day. Yeah, I just said that. And my point is that bucked up, and you know bucked up pre-workouts are the best in the business, right? i, I It makes a huge difference. And today it was awesome for me as well. I am, I am, Going to, if it kills me, get back to benching 225. And I think I'm probably a couple of weeks away from it. A couple of weeks away from it. Put up some 55-pound dumbbells today pretty easily. It's it's working. It's great to be back in the gym. It is great to be back in the gym. Tomorrow it'll be great to be back on the range because we're mm, playing one of the nicest courses. Got to make sure we bring the buckshot. If you're somebody that plays golf, you've got to have buckshot with you. It is again, pop a buckshot at the turn. That back nine is going to be magical. Yes. I am telling you, cannot wait. I love my guys at Bucked Up, whether you are an office worker, whether you are somebody that's hard in the fitness, whether you're a golf guy, whether you're maybe just, maybe you just have a TPS report that's due today. Maybe you need a little more patience and, and clarity to, to deal with your kids and their energy when they get home from school and they don't want to do homework. They want to eat mac and cheese. Well, pop a buckshot, make that mac and cheese, and then they'll do their homework. hmm Whatever your need is, Buckshot's got an uh Bucked Up's Got an Answer at BuckedUp.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off at checkout. Caesars during the first weekend of March Madness's list. I love Caesars Palace. Yeah, I'll sit in a book all day. I mean, I'm I good. love Caesars. Uh RJC Man, can we leave Lee Corso alone? He was Burt Reynolds' best friend. I we can. I doesn't mean that I won't. John Delon, by the way, I can't stand McAfee. Why? What is it about Pat McAfee you don't like? What is that? Uh, Jeff Woodworth, Burt Reynolds, FSU's best quarterback ever. 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 (laughs) Sorry. It's channeling Florida State fans. Cover sheet TPS memo. Mm Okay. Yeah, we're going to need you to come in this weekend. (laughs) Uh, Joseph Harper, Monty, what is your prize picks tonight? Well, thank you. It's funny you bring that up. Uh, 175 bucks on prize picks last night. Here's what I've got for you. Uh, I went the combo, Steph Curry and Steve Stamkos, seven and a half three-pointers made or shots on goal. Feel really good about that one. Like, I feel really, really good about that one. Um, uh, Jamal Murray, 24 and a half points, rebounds and assists against the Clippers. Again, feel really good about that one. And then Sid the Kid, three and a half uh, shots on goal against Tampa. So I need the snipers in the Tampa game. Stamkos and Crosby. Mm -hmm. I need them to do their damn jobs. Yep. Do your damn job and Steph Curry and Jamal Murray come through for, for a brother and let's win some more money tonight. Yeah. Because tonight I did something I don't usually do. Uh, and that is that, uh, I've got a, (laughs) I've got three. I, uh, it's a three, it's a three play flex on prize picks, which means, you play 3 of these. I only need to win 2 of them to cash. Okay. If I if I have 3, I win uh $25. If let's see. If I only get 2, I win uh or no, excuse me. I have 3 of 3, I win 57.50. If I win 2 of 3, I win 31.25. There you go. Life is good. Yep. How do you feel about these, Jake?
0: Yeah, I think that that's that's pretty solid. I I would expect who's Crosby got tonight? Who are they playing? Ah, uh, Tampa. Yeah, I'd feel pretty good about that. There. he's gonna need to he's gonna need to make plays for them to win tonight. Okay, then there's Jake,
2: and I don't feel good about this at all. Luka Doncic, mm-hmm. he of a new baby girl, so he's not sleeping well. Uh, and Connor McDavid, six and a half more three pointers and shots on goal. Tyrese the Freak, Maxi, mm-hmm. twenty five and a half points. You're going under on that. We'll see washington carl anthony towns half a shot blocked block shot half a block shot so he needs to block one shot right has he blocked a shot yet not yet oh he is on the, floor. the first quarter. he's on the floor standing around mm-hmm. we're watching that game right now mm-hmm. so rudy gobert oh. under the basket dunking on a fool i don't even know who that is he dunked on me either but gobert dunking on a short guy i actually feel good about both of ours yeah i feel really good about both of ours mm-hmm. So I, I'm into it, you guys. Get in the link uh, in the description below, prizepicks.com. Uh, use the promo code Monty. You know that PrizePicks is the official daily fantasy partner of the Monty Show. Uh, click the link in the description below or use the promo code Monty. Uh Let's see. Why do rich people steal at self-checkout? Let's end the show with this. Now, your girlfriend's out of time, so you're not going to pressure me to get off the show early today. No, but we need to go and buy Scotty, so just take all night. I need to go home and get my hot <coughs> tub. Um, did you guys know that 7% of transactions, roughly, I believe it's 6.7% of all self-checkout transactions involve theft. So you guys also know that I am 100%, 100% against self-checkout. In opposition. 100%. I will not do it. My wife would do it. Jake does do it. I mean, I I, I am pro-union and I am pro-employee. Right. And apparently you're pro-theft. I guess. Uh, self-checkout has given risen to a hybrid of, of the two. Shoppers who pay for some or most of their purchases, but not all. Partial shrink is now the most common type of shoplif- shoplifting. In recent analysis, the company tracked nearly 5,000 transactions with computer vision to see what shoppers ultimately ended up paying for. The study found that shoplifters are more likely to get goods past a machine than a human. What is surprising is that they were 21 more times likely to be able to rip off a machine than a human. Oh, AI, bro. In some cases, this means simply not scanning an item, but it also includes keying in a code for cheaper items instead of the proper one. That's called theft. The data shows that just 0.3% of staffed checkout lane transactions had partial shrink. 6.7% of self-checkout kiosks have shrink. And you want to know it's wild? You know who steals? Gen Z was the most sticky finger generation by far stealing twice the rate of the overall group. Individuals with household incomes over a hundred thousand dollars were most likely to steal from a self-checkout. That's crazy. It is. Uh, why, why, why are we stealing from self-checkout? Like, I, and I, and I is it a rush? Are you trying to? Are you trying to prove a point?
0: I'm not sure if you're trying to prove a point or what. I mean, I, I would be very curious to know what items are being stolen the most. That would be. Are we talking packs of gum, or what are we talking about? Because most most places staff the self checkout now.
2: I, I I I don't understand it. I don't. I do not understand it.
0: My biggest thing with self checkout is that oftentimes it's just easier. It's faster. It's easier. Like I don't want to deal with
2: the average ass checker. I use self checkout at Maverick, our convenience store. But if I steal, then I don't get free because at Maverick, every ten bucked ups I buy, yeah, I get a free one. Right. Uh, If I buy, if my wife buys a coffee, if she buys ten coffees at Maverick, we get a free one. So it hurts me to steal from them because the only thing I buy there is protein bars and energy drinks. Right. But I can see people that steal snacks or they never like I go in there. They don't charge you to fill up your Yeti with water. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you people steal soda from their fountain. And
0: you got balls to do that because if they open that thing up and check like. You know,
2: uh, I, But I have to believe that happens. I think Kat just got your block shot, by the way. Nice. I have to believe that happens. Yeah. It, it's a must. Uh, the Dutchman's Wood Shack. <laughs> I broke the self-checkout machine in, in a Costco store once. Really? How do you break a self-checkout machine? Can I, I just know. ask that question, Woodworth. bro? Woodworth, steal from robots before they steal from you. Go to, uh, Got to stop Skynet somehow. Mike Phillips, I use self checkout 100% of the time. I know a lot of people who do as well. Um, Delaric, that's how rich people stay rich. Do you just claim like that you didn't know? I like, guess you claim ignorance. I mean, that's what we do, right? The Dutchman's Wood, uh, wood Shack. Hell, uh, hey, y'all from Illinois. What's up, Dutchman? What's up, dude? Where in Illinois are you? I am from Northbrook, Illinois. RJC, man, dude, show the abs. Come on, Monty. No, I'm good. Gonna be fresh out. Says shh. Okay. Uh, Stankos has one shot. Crosby, none. Thanks. I feel better. I feel better. You know. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, Mike Smith, I scanned my ass at the Walmart checkout. It popped up on the screen as, a pan- as pancakes. <laughs> Not sure what that meant. Okay. Lil Jimmy, I'm the district store director at three grocery stores that only have self self checkout. People feel that since they are having to do something considered work, they are owed. Is that true? What do you mean doing something that's considered work? Like they have to check themselves out. Oh, that's ridiculous. I mean,
0: if that's what we're going with, you, you we're just too soft now. Yeah, come on, I mean, come on. That's, that that's sense crazy. of
2: entitlement's ridiculous. Yeah, Boss Frog Instacart. Yeah, why don't people just have their groceries delivered? We used to use InstaCart. Yeah, cuz then you then you got to tip somebody. We're not trying to do that. Where was I that somebody asked me for a tip the other- Oh, I got my oil changed today. <laughs> <laughs> and on the screen at the oil change place was a tip screen. I could not believe that. Did you say something? Uh, no, I just didn't leave a tip. That really annoyed me by the way. Mm-hmm. I get my oil changed. It was like $104. I get my oil changed and you tap your credit card, it pulls it up, and they're like, Oh, would you like to leave a tip? And it's suggesting 15, 18, and 20%. Like, what are we doing? I'm not tipping for an oil change. No chance. Giggity, I check myself out every day in the mirror. <laughs> I think I've hit it every time. Jeff Woodworth, you spell uh you spelled shower wrong, giggity. Casual. You know. Casual. Uh, Little Jimmy, yup, it's true. That's ridiculous, and people feel that way. Uh, Mike Smith, it was a generic brand, which was just further insult to injury. You probably should do some squats. Yeah, I'm not letting someone else select my produce. Forget that. No Instacart. Well, there is that. There is that. I don't know. I'm not going to use. I'm not going to use Instacart. No, I'm not. Uh, now, I'm not going to use Instacart. Um, but I'm also not going to use self checkout
0: yeah it depends I, on the checker dude you go to your store you know the good ones and the bad ones
2: i actually enjoy going to like i shop at a store called harman's i actually enjoy going grocery shopping with my wife mm-hmm. i i ju- i i do Harmons is a good experience for sure and i never use their self-checkout i do i i never use the self-checkout at costco and I don't know. Do they catch more because they have the receipt audits? Yes, I would guess so. I have no idea. I have no idea. And I, I, I just don't understand why people who make a hundred thousand dollars are stealing from self checkouts. If it's this self entitlement thing, that's embarrassing. Yeah, that's ridiculous. We need to be better than that, but we're not. Yeah, uh, Mike Smith. So you're saying Arizona was self checkout for two forty. <laughs> <don't get> <laughs>
0: he's he's saying that oh yeah you arizona yeah 240
1: you know
2: rjc man no self-checkout i go to customer service counter never have express lane open did do grocery stores still have 10 items or less
0: i don't know that was that was all the rage back in the day
2: I agreed. Gumby fresh out. Self check self checkout greater than twenty registers with one cashier on duty. <laughs> Deliric love H E B. Pick up orders online, set a time, then go get it when it's time or on my way home after doing other shopping. Love the guys at H E B. Love them at H E B. Boss frog changing the oil is something I got to. I got to do myself. You cha- you do not change your own oil. You drive a Porsche. Oh well, you also have an electric. Porsche. So you don't
0: but he's got a Hummer and like didn't, didn't you have like a 67 Mustang or something like that.
2: Do you really change your own oil? Is that true? That's impressive. That is impressive. Uh, Deliric. It's 15 items or less here. Okay. I like that. Ron Nolan. I've never checked myself in the mirror. The mirror checks me out. See, mm, see what he did there. You're Chuck Norris. Yeah, we get it. Jeff Wood Earth. My uh, says wife reruns e-commerce up here. Runs e-commerce up here, so I never have to go to the store. There you go, there you go, Mike Smith. Walmart was nice when it was open twenty-four-seven. I would go in early morning before work, no waiting. Yes, clutch. Boss Frog actually changes his own oil. That's not a euphemism, is it? Like I mean, you mean it could be. You mean you actually like drain the oil out of your motor? Q genus. You know, well, I'm just I. Hey man, I ain't trying to misquote nobody. discock <laughs> Wow. Really? I mean, uh, Gumby says, I miss 24 7 open Walmarts. Are they not open? Walmart? Are they not open forever anymore? Like BW wow,
0: just got embarrassed by Nas Reid.
2: Absolutely embarrassed. I mean, he's de- defensively, he's a shot blocker. That's about it. Yeah. He hasn't figured out how to be a giraffe in the lane yet. So, uh, son of a mechanical engineer and the grandson of a geologist still put in the elbow grease. I love that, dude. Love that. Main event. They have uh, staff or self checkout, but the regular lines are understaffed. It's annoying. There you go. There you go. Lil Jimmy, 24 seven grocery stores had horrible retail theft. Yeah, absolutely. They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Giggity says, That's what I'm talking about, boss. Uh, that's what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. The Monty Show, as always, is presented by our good friends at trydaytrading.com. Trydaytrading.com. Why haven't you guys signed up for your 30 day trial membership yet? It's a $10 charitable donation, so it's a tax write-off. They give you their entire program for 30 days. Then you don't have to steal from – well, you'd be rich, so then you would steal from Yeah. Tridaytrading.com. Make sure you hit the like button on the way out the door. Are we at 200 likes yet? Come on now. We're at 176. 24 people. We've had 4,700 views on the show, and we're 24 light at 200. Hook it up. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake.
1: Goodbye, Jake.